Welcome to the Powwow with Myra, where each week we bring you an inspiring person and their stories to help us discover different ways to see life and its challenges. My focus sits on being thoughtful, engaging, and entertaining. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for watching. How are you good to go? Yeah, yeah, we're rolling. Okay. Oh, we've been rolling for like three minutes at this point. Very cool. Cool. All right, Mr. Lawyer Escobar. <laughs> why a lawyer? Um, why a lawyer? Uh, I don't know. Um, when was that born? I think it was all born because of Janeth. Uh, she is, you know, older than me, and she's always been like a role model. So ever since I can remember, or ever since I have memory, she was, um, you know, she was a uh, in law school in Mexico, and it was uh, she was always somebody that I looked up to. And I was like, I want to be like her someday. And I think that that's the very first thing that comes to mind. Mm. And, uh, you know, when I came here, I knew I wanted to do something that was, you know, purposeful and something that, you know, I felt good about. And I think I think I'm getting there. <laughs> well, you have your law degree. Right. Already. And you're practicing how long now? Over a year? A year and a couple of months. I I got my license October of last year, October 13th to be exact. So it's been a minute, I guess. Uh, it feels like it was yesterday. Um, you know, you're just uh, caught up in the moment, working every day, and it just goes by very, very quickly. I just can't believe it's been over a year wow. at this point. I can't believe I, I, know, I remember right? we were just, like, celebrating and... I was talking to Yvette about, like, what to do, right? So right. That was pretty cool. <clears throat> so you looked up to Jeanette. Why, why did you look up to Jeanette? What about her made you look up to her? And Jeanette being your, your older sister, how much how, how older is, is Jeanette than you are? I don't know. I want to say 15 years, give or take. 15-year difference? Yeah, it's a big gap but uh i don't know she's you know always been there uh i mean both of my sisters right but um janeth was you know there uh brenda got married when i was like five so i don't have a whole lot of memories with brenda like living with her actually so uh janeth was always there and you know she would take us to the movies we would just you know go out for ice cream and uh, it, it, she was like always very involved and, uh, she was always very responsible, very, you know, very nice overall. So, uh, uh, when I knew that she was a lawyer and what she was doing and what she, she would tell me about what she was doing and, you know, talk about the cases that she was handling and this and that. And I thought it was interesting. So, uh, you know, just having somebody like that, uh, really, you know, just made me want to be somebody like her basically. Wow. That's, um. Uh... That's that's very thoughtful and very interesting because th there's still something about her because e even though there's I feel like there's still something about her that that what does she do every day that that inspired you because I mean your mom was there and your brother was there and it sounds like like your older brother was I mean it, Jeanette just had a much bigger impact even that your brother that which he's in between you two right right so like what would you say, what, what like values does, did Jeanette show that you maybe adopted? 
don't know. Well, probably the biggest one is just being disciplined and persevere. You know, just always, no matter what's going on around you, just give it all, give it all your best and, you know, keep your head up. If you fall five or six times, you get up, you know, seven or eight times. So just always keep on going, keep on pushing. And uh, that's sort of been my motto, if you would. Uh, Because, you know, I get asked sometimes, I mean, you know, they tell me you got here when you were 15 or so. Um, You're a lawyer now, like 12 years later or so, which is relatively a short period of time. And people are like, oh, you're, you must be so smart and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't consider myself a, a, a very, very intelligent person. I mean, you got to have some brains, right? But I think it's more than anything, the work that you put in day, day, day in and day out at the end of the day, what really makes or break a, a person. Mm. So uh, that's really what I, what I take out of it. And... <clears throat> You mentioned discipline. What does discipline mean to you? Because I feel like, especially nowadays, a lot of these big words are watered down, and like people have developed their own different kind of like meaning of like discipline. Like, oh well, I I show up to work right, like, right. and so on time, and you know, Sue over here is late all the time, and so, mm-hmm. and so, uh, and but then you have other people like. Uh, David Goggins at his version of dis- discipline is like something completely crazy and different. So like, what's, what's your definition of discipline? Like if, if, if you consider yourself disciplined or, or somebody else that you look up to, I think, uh, I mean, it sort of goes, I mean, there's a, I think there's a foundational definition of discipline that you can find in the dictionary. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think for, for me, when I set a goal and when I think about something I want to do, like a big goal, like for instance, going to law school, I set that goal and I know that there are going to be a lot of obstacles in between. And I know that there are going to be times where I'm not going to want to get up or I'm not going to want to do it for whatever reason. And, uh, I think, you know, being a truly disciplined person is going to get you through all that. No, no matter what. And you, just have to know that from the get-go mm. you just have to uh you know be in that mindset that you know life is going to throw you curve curveballs left and right and uh just have to be prepared for those days and when it happens i mean just just feel it just feel the moment know that it's going to happen um but just be prepared to punch back basically and um for me again just to encompass what discipline is for me is is you you set a goal you know there's going to be a lot of stuff in between but no matter what you're just going to keep on pushing and you're just gonna you know get it done at the end of the day and i mean that that, that applies was, in, in a lot of a lot of aspects of life not just you know any any goal that's that's pretty like spot on i think i think i think that um that maybe one of the issues is setting a goal, maybe even nowadays. And you mentioned about, you know, there's going to be obstacles. And I think, I think nowadays, a lot of people, it's like, oh, I have a goal, but they want to skip that whole obstacle thing you just spoke about that you, you, you know, in your head that you have to like understand that's going to happen and that you have to push through. Right. Right. 
And I feel like nowadays, and I've even caught myself, you know, like wanting a goal and then like kind of like when I get to really think about it, I'm like, I just want to jump. I just want the result. Like I don't want to put myself through through right. the journey, right? The one that you just mm-hmm. you just talked about. Because once you do actually break it down and you're like, ah, okay, this is my goal. These are probably going to be my obstacles at least, right? Mm-hmm. Because these are known obstacles and who knows what else is going to come. So at least it's that. So you're mentally preparing and knowing that you're going to have to get pushed through. Right. Um, and so I, I think I think that was that was spot on and, and key. And and because again, I've thought about that. It's about just sort of visualizing what the end goal is and again, just realizing that life is not perfect, right? There are days when you get up and you're just like, heck, I mean, I don't really want to do anything. I really don't even want to you know, brush my teeth this morning. It's just little things like that. Um, and again, you have to be prepared for those rainy days where things just compound, you know, one thing after the other. And you just have to be ready for those because something is going to happen along the way, uh, whether it be at work, your personal life, whatever have you. And I think uh, just having that mental strength to know that that's going to happen and that you're going to feel probably like crap whenever that happens, it's okay. I mean, just just feel the moment and and deal with it. Feel the like, moment. Feel the moment. Wow. Like a grown adult, basically. <laughs> So when when you were in your journey and you had these days that were difficult sometimes or just, you know, they were just like tough and, and you had to push through, what went through your head? Like what what was your talk? Like which voice did you listen to? Um, it's, it's weird. And Yvette's not going to let me lie about this. I... Whenever I'm going through tough times, I shut down. I try to shut down my other emotions. I just try to, you know, deal with the problem at hand and not think about, you know, really how, you know, how this is going to, this is going to make me feel later or whatnot or how, or whether I can do it or not. I mean, I just try to fix the problem. I just, whatever that might be. Uh, just hands-on, uh, disconnect my other emotions for a moment when I'm actually trying to fix the problem, right? And then just go right after it. Um, I mentioned a moment ago that you have to feel the moment. There's times where, you know, you just feel bad about whatever the case might be. Feel bad about it, yes. Suck it up. I mean, do whatever you need to do, but just get back up and get down to business, right? Get it fixed, get it done. Just, just push from there so you go into fix mode yes 100 percent. so would you say um but that's that's even in your hard days like you go to fix mode like 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 what what goes through your mind like is still after that because you're having a tough day you literally just go to task no not literally not right away right I think it's... Like, what gets you from that tough day to moving? I think, once again, you have to feel whatever's going on. I think that's key. You have to let How yourself... You, what do you do to connect with yourself or to feel? What, like, what, what, where is Ivan? 
uh, uh, again, just, just let emotions run, not for too long. I think that's, that's the key. Feel whatever you need to feel, um, but don't let, don't let that drag and don't let that control the, your actions, right? Mm-hmm. So my, my way to fix things, if you would, mm-hmm. or my way to approach a problem or something that goes wrong, again, whether it be life, work, personal, whatever have you, just feel it, feel bad about it, feel good about it, whatever the emotion is, just feel it. Let that sink in. Once you let that sink in, you have to detach yourself from that feeling. Okay. And detach yourself from that feeling, go into fix mode, and just think objectively. Think about whatever it is that you need to do to get that problem fixed, and then just move from there. Look for solutions. Uh, talk to whoever you need to talk to. You know, reach out to your resources, and then just get it done. Wow. So that's, that's really the long and short of it. Um, and that's how I try to approach, you know, most things, whether it be, you know, something as simple as, you know, getting your carpet replaced because your original quote didn't work out as good as you thought it would be for whatever reason, uh, you know, as something as, you know, having a bad day at work and just, you know, really bouncing back from that, um, I think also one of the, I think we talked about this at some point. Um, it, you can't really feel that you are at the very top or at the very bottom. Because if you, if you have such, you know, such emotions like up and down, you're just going to drive yourself crazy, right? So you just have to take everything with a grain of salt, you know, just live your life thinking that if you do something that, you know, didn't go as expected and, you know, just didn't, don't have a good day at work, you're not the worst employee in the world. Whether, you know, you're flipping burgers or the CEO of Amazon. I mean, mm-hmm. just, just take it one day at a time uh, and then just persevere. Just, you know, bring your head back up and just do it again. Try it again. When and did you develop this system of, like, understanding how to feel the moment and then detach from that and then get to work. Like what, it sounds like a, you just developed a system that, I mean, it sounds like it's working for you yeah. well um, in some sense. Um, when, when, when did you develop this or how did you develop this or where did you pick it up from? I really don't know. I mean, I never thought about it, but uh, I mean, or wait, what, what moment made you maybe think like, oh, I, I messed up on this. Like I need to like, maybe was there a moment where uh, maybe a situation? I can't like pinpoint a situation. Mm. Uh, and I think you can also vouch for this. Uh, I've, since I was a kid, you know, just like doing homework, you know, back when I was in elementary school and you used to go visit me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had sort of a, priority list of stuff or you know tasks that I needed to get done and as a kid you know probably at the top of your list is just go out and play you know play ball or play with your friends or go to the park whatever have you but uh for me it was get whatever I needed to get done first get your homework done first um and then go and enjoy yourself and do whatever it is that you know you find pleasure in afterwards but but get that done first as far as the, uh, you know, mechanism to fix 
thinks, for lack of a better phrasing. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it's just something that I guess was developed over time, and uh, uh, maybe law school really like wires your brain to basically fix problems as they come to you mm. and shows you that life is not like fluid and that everything goes according to plan. So you have to be prepared for the unexpected. Uh, so that really, I think honed in mm. that skill, if you would, mm -hmm. um, just have to be prepared for whatever comes. I mean, basic example is you're in class with 50 other kids and the professor all of a sudden calls on you, right? And you're not really expecting it. And that's the whole point of it. I mean, the whole point is you go to class, you better be prepared. If you're not prepared, the professor is going to grill you. And that doesn't feel very good. So you're just kind of on high alert mode every time. Mm. And you just have to be up for the task as well. I mean, if you know, you didn't get, you, you were not as prepared as you would have liked, you know, you get called on, you start to get creative, right? You start to find solutions. You start to, you know, just, just get creative at the end of the day. And that's, that's really something that I think law school really helps with. Again, it just rewires your brain in sort of a way that, that it, it helps you solve problems on the spot. But it also um, helps you or it helps you to, to be prepared mm. for whatever's coming. To plan ahead. To plan ahead. And also be prepared for the, you know, um, you know, for any emergency that might pop up along the way. But. Wow. Yeah. 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 I think planning ahead is, is such a thing, you know, I've been thinking about that lately because, um, Logan is such a planner and, you know, I, I watch Dude, him and, and like, it's like, I see that as I see when he plans and then as he's moving, he's like zooming. But, you know, I think, I think it's because like he's already played this through his head probably once, twice, or three times as he's planning it. Mm -hmm. So by the time he does it, it's already like the sixth, seventh, eighth time. Right. And then like he learns so fast that you know, then everything just kind of like compounds, you right. know, into like much faster. But uh, I was as as I've been trying to even have people here on the podcast or. Um, just schedule time with people. Um, I've I've really found the lack of planning that people have, including myself. You know, and I'm working on that actually because I feel like the further you you can plan ahead, like, and the better you 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 get ahead. And it starts with the small habits. You know, you mentioned sometimes you don't even want to like wash, you know, the, the te your teeth in the morning, you know, sometimes we feel that way because we just kind of, it's just a shit day. It's, it's human nature. You know? Well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but it's a habit, right? And then you get up right. and you just wash them anyways. And then, and then, but it's like those tiny, tiny habits, um, that compound, you know, you mentioned earlier too about like compounding. And that's what I was thinking right. like immediately because, um, I think, I think that is key, and I'm so amazed that I know that you're so disciplined, but I didn't know, you, I didn't really think of you like a, such a good planner like that, which makes sense, right? I mean, you, you mentioned like you plan it ahead, and then you just kind of do it, and not only that, like you you stay like focused, right? Which is the hard part a lot of times, right? Right. It's just you set a goal, and uh, again, 
stuff happens along the way and just, you know. Did you learn to plan all on your on your own or did like did somebody tell you, hey, you need to plan ahead? Um, like like I tell my siblings now, like you guys have to plan ahead. And I try to tell them because I feel like this is all new, new to me in, in a way right. like. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, um, so I'm like, hey, guys, plan ahead, because especially them, that they're so young. Sure. So for you, but I, I'm looking right for this information. Uh, you, though, I am curious to know how you adopted it. Is it just natural? You just spin like that? I because mean, some people are just. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say I, I am a natural planner. <laughs> That, that would not be a true statement. I, as you, I am also working on it every day. Mm. Uh, I, you know, try to do it to the best of my abilities. But uh, I, I also can't think of somebody who was like, you know, you have to do X, Y, and Z you mm. know, in the next five years or so. Mm. It's just like, an, like I tell you that now. I mean, let's think about our, our five-year plan, mm -hmm. our 10-year plan, mm -hmm. our 15-year plan. Um, but it's something that I guess you pick up along the way. You just associate with the right mm. people. Um, you, I mean, I had a lot of great professors, uh, when I started high school here, uh, great professors in my undergraduate, same with law school. So again, it's, it's all about picking and choosing the people that you associate with. And mm. you just try to cherry pick those, those good traits, right? Just try to incorporate those into your life. Um, but that's that's about it. I mean, I when I came here, I remember when I, when I first came here to the U.S. to like live here permanently, if you would. Uh, I remember they did a, like an English test. It was at I think it was a, called the Newcomer Center or here in Arlington. Forget what the streets are, but um, they did a just a you know basic English test, right? I remember it was scored from one through five. I scored two on that test because I didn't speak very much English. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, I was about to turn 15 or was 15 already, but it was right around that, right around that time. How'd you feel? Dude, I felt nervous as heck. Mm. I mean, just walking into a room where, you know, people just look different and you're just a teenager, don't speak the language. It's just very frightening to walk into that room, right? And somebody's giving you a test. A test. <laughs> you look at the words and you can pick out one or two because you watched, you know, friends growing up or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's frightening. But again, I, I scored a two out of five. And uh, after that, I remember the counselor or lady or whoever that lady was, she asked me if I wanted to basically go to a regular high school, such as, you know, Sam Houston High School, or if I wanted to stay at that. It was called the Newcomer Center. Again, I forget the exact name of the school, but it was basically like a bilingual school where, you know, half of your classes are taught in Spanish and the other half are taught in English and, you know, th that sort of scenario. Mm. She was like, you can do that, which is, you know, what most people do, especially you scoring it, scoring it two out of a five. <coughs> Sorry. Or uh, you can just go to a regular high school. I mean, you'll obviously be in the ESL program and... Uh, you'll just uh, probably learn a little faster because you're going to be immersed in the culture much faster. Mm. And I remember thinking to myself as a 14, 15 year old, like what's, what's the reason that I'm here? 
mm. right? I, I remember that. Wow. Moment. I remember the, the face of the lady. Don't remember her name. I remember the face of the lady. Remember the room I was in. I remember it was very, very cold inside. It was hot outside. It was like during the summer or so, but, but it was cold in the room. And um, I thought, what, what do I want to get out of this? And I was like, I want to I learn English. That, that's why I'm here, right? And I don't want to just, you know, dabble and just, you know, fool around. I'm like, that's not what I'm here for. Mm. You weren't so, there to fuck around. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So as much as I wanted to be in a comfortable place, you know, in a comfortable place, such as, you know, that bilingual high school where, you know, I knew I was going to make friends and talk, you know, Spanish all day and just kind of be in a, in a more safe environment, if you would. Mm. As much as I wanted that, I knew mm. that that's not what I wanted in the long run. Mm. So I was like, let's just go to the regular high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just went from there. I, I've always been a very shy person or a quiet person. Let's just put it that way. Um, but can you imagine a 15-year-old in a high school, um, you know, in a totally foreign environment? Just, it just felt very, very frightening. And again, it was like that for the first six months or maybe the first year. Where I was just listening to people talk, I would pick up a word here and there, uh, but I would always pay attention to what they were saying and, you know, just try to try to put some context into it. Same as far as reading. I think we were talking earlier during dinner that, you know, when I would read something, I would just spend, you know, a shit ton of time reading one page. That's because I couldn't make sense out of, you know, out of everything that was being, you know, that, that was written in that page, but I... I picked out the, the words that I didn't know or understand, looked them up in the dictionary, go back, put some context into it, and uh, just make sense out of it. And again, it would take me, you know, forever to, like, do my homework or whatnot. Wow. Or just a very simple high school, you know, task. What grade? Me, uh, tenth? I was a sophomore when I started here, I would say. It's so- they put you in sophomore? Yeah, sophomore year. Or, uh, okay, tenth grade. Yeah. So, uh, so there was that, it was scary, it was frightening. And <laughs> I remember the, what was it called? The test, the standardized test, the star test. It's, now yeah. it's called the star. It used to be called something different. It was, um, the tax, tax, tax test. Yes. I was terrified of that test. Really? I was like, there is no way <laughs> in heaven that I am going to pass that test. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I was like, there's no way I'm going to pass that. I mean, I can, I can barely Stop. like read and write. <laughs> and uh, I mean, lo and behold, I mean, I, I took it during my junior year. I think that's uh-huh. when they start, you know, giving yeah. it to you, right? Yeah. Junior year. If like, you don't pass them, you take them on your senior. If you right, pass them, you right. don't take them on your senior year. Right. Yeah. So I, I put a you know shit ton of time into studying that. And yeah, it, it, it's a standardized test, mm-hmm. a standardized test. But um, but I I passed all four of them. There were four, right? Mm-hmm. There was like There's four. Math, social studies, uh, science, and... Reading. Reading, something like that. I passed all four, and I got uh, a high enough grade in social studies and some other one that, uh, that it got me, I don't know, what do you call it, honors or something? Honors. Yeah, so so there's that. Again, it's, it's all about, you know, setting your goal and just kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And where did I pick that up? I don't know. I mean, because I remember, you know, I would uh, go to Mexico for uh, during our uh, summer and Christmas vacation every year for as long as I can remember. 
and we would we would uh, land at your house first, and I was ready to play. Right, I, I'm I'm on vacation mode. Right, <laughs> and but over there, you guys still had like a few days of right. school, um, and so I would be I would say, hey Ivan, let's go play. It would be like, or let's play Nintendo. We'd play a lot right. of Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four, Super Nintendo, and it would be like, no. Literally, <laughs> straight up, <laughs> you would say no. Like I gotta finish my homework, and I remember thinking like, this dude, <laughs> you know, like yeah, like all right, man, I'll be waiting for you, you know, and get a head start, and then you would come later once you were done. Like I remember that like so vividly because it impacted me. I feel like because I remember, I remember, like I see it in my. We talked about pictures earlier and right. thinking. Like I see it in my head when I would like be like, come on, Evan, and you, your handwriting, you can't even understand what you were writing. <laughs> you still can't understand it. <laughs> it was like squiggle, squiggle, yeah. squiggle. I'm like, all right. Yeah. But yeah, I I do remember that that discipline at such as for as long as I can remember. Seriously, yeah. and and that's so crazy. Yeah, I, I'm still struggling with that. Yeah, <laughs> and I get into. <laughs> Uh, it just, I don't know, it just stuck around, and uh, it's just one of those things um, that just sticks around, and it's just part of your personality, is part of who you are, mm-hmm. and uh, once again, have to associate with the right people. Yeah. Um, I, speaking of associating with the right people, I mean, I, you got Logan. Logan is, you know, a great parent. Uh, he's a great husband. I mean, all the things that I hear about him are just you know, great. He's a great cook as well. We just had a very nice steak. Mm-hmm. You guys are really uh, stoking my ego on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, seriously. Seriously. So again, it's just, you know, I don't even know how I feel like I need to like pay the world back because I have Logan. Yeah. Like, it's like, how do I deserve him? <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt about that. Um, and again, with, with Yvette, I mean, she's, she's great. I mean, can't say enough. Yes, I um, agree. You know, how much she's helped me along the way, how much she's grown over the last Ooh, three to four years. Man, she is coming been? next three, four years? to the podcast. Um, <laughs> Seriously. So, so yeah, I mean, she's, man, she's, she's been great. I mean, just. She's a warrior. Yeah. She was, I mean, think about this, right? And, you know, maybe she'll talk about this later. And I don't want to, you know, it's talk for, for her. her. <laughs> uh, but. I mean, similar to me, you know, came here as a 15-year-old. She came here as a 20-something-year-old. But she was a teacher already. I mean, she had her life, mm. you know, set, basically. Her career. Uh, her career. So leaving that all behind, all that behind mm. and then just sort of starting, you know, with a clean, a clean slate here. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. So, uh, all for love. As, as an immigrant, yeah. As an immigrant, you have to appreciate those things. Um, so it's she's she's been great. Yeah, um, no no kidding. Yeah, she's she's definitely have such such a good story. And I've told her like she's even an inspiration to me because it's like it's like you think about like some some like sometimes reasons not to do this or like oh I'm so shy because of this or oh this is hard. But then. But then, like, you see, not only you hear or read, but you see and you're around the energy of people that just come and, you know, humble down and figure it out and and are not afraid to start from scratch. Right. 
and you know, all their, their mindset is just learn. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here to learn. And I think that is so huge because they open their mind, you know, um, and, and, and they, they battle those fears. So they're really refining their character and they're growing mm-hmm. versus saying, no, I'm just gonna like sit here and just rely on my husband mm-hmm. and, you know, you, I'll settle for cleaning the dishes, right. you know, at home right. and I'll just be a housewife. She's like, no, I'm here to learn and, and be better, not than anyone else, but than herself, you know? And right. I think, you know, you can say the, the, the same thing cause we've, we've talked about this and you know, I won't spoil it for later, but it's similar mindset is what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Just that, that warrior mentality. So you're 13, 14 when you come here and uh, you go to Sam Houston high school um, as a sophomore. Right. And you, you are fresh and who do you leave behind? Uh, <laughs> Yvette, uh, you know, we were, f- funny thing is we, we met when we were 14. Uh, I think we were in, would it be like eighth grade or something? But, um, met her, uh, we started dating and, and then three months, three months later, I, you know, I, I come here. So oh, three months three, later. Three months later. Wow. I didn't know it was that fast. Yeah, it was, it was that fast. So, uh, I was like, there's probably no way this is going to work out. But, you know, wow. back in the day, you know, we had those phone cards. I bought a phone card and then called her on a Wednesday and then every other day after that. And it went on for, you know. Every other Wednesday. Every other, no, every other day after every that other Wednesday. Every other day. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, uh, so it was, you know, we just kind of took it from there. Uh, we found out that we were a match for sure. Um, and then that's, that's, you know, it took off from there. How did you know it was a match? I don't know. It's just that, it's just that genuine conversation you have, right? Mm. I mean, it, you just sort of feel it. Mm. Um, you know, it's going to. It's going to sound a little cheesy, but just know it when you know it. Mm. I mean, you, you know she's the person that you enjoy having long conversations with. Uh, you hardly ever, you know, stop having something to talk about. And it's just, you just, you just feel it. Mm. And, and that's, that's how it all went. What did you like about her? Or what, what did you, yeah, what, what did you like about her? Like- she made me laugh. I like people who make me laugh. Mm. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she, uh, she just made me laugh a lot. And, uh, I just enjoyed She makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's she's kind of funny. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, but that, and, uh, you know, just a, just a lovely person overall. Um, I mean, I left her behind, uh, a ton of friends. I mean, you're in middle school, so, mm. you know, you just have a ton of friends left and right, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna come back soon in six months, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be back for good." But that never happened. <laughs> so you did think you were gonna be I thought, back? Yeah, I thought I was gonna be back. I thought I was like, you know, and that it just sort of goes back to what I was saying earlier, right? You know, when I took that test and got a two out of out of a five, I was here for a year or so. And, and my goal was like, I want to learn English. I mean, I, I, I'm here, I'm not going to waste time. Mm. I'm here to better myself in a way, mm-hmm. you know, just learn English, be more marketable. I was thinking about going back to school, just kind of like, you know, 
finish college there and then just live my life. But it just, you know, just never happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad. I'm very glad. I mean, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very glad where, where I am right now. I am, I'm very fortunate as well in, in many, many ways. So I just can't thank, can't thank God enough for, you know, where I am right now. Yeah. Do you still stay in touch with your friends out there? You know, not, not anymore. Just with one or two every so often. But I just don't visit um, enough. Enough. Or as frequent as I used to. So I just, I don't, I really don't. Not anymore. Would you say that you adapted to this lifestyle much faster than you imagined? Or did it take you longer than you imagined? I think it took me... It took me a couple of years for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, w when I was in high school, I, I felt like I was totally outside of my element. Mm -hmm. And I felt like what I was doing was, I mean, I just wasn't enjoying it, mm -hmm. really. I mean, it, it was, it was, I felt good because I was learning a, a new skill set, right? Mm -hmm. I was learning a new skill set and I, I knew at the end of the day, this was going to help me one way or the other. But I really wasn't really, you know, just enjoying it. It wasn't until like, you know, my college years or so that I was like, okay, I, uh, this, this feels good. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. What, 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 what made that disconnect? What do you think was the disconnect? Did you miss well, the people, the culture, I your think home? so. I mean, I mean, just think about it, right? Imagine just going to France, you know, tomorrow unplanned because that's how it was for me unplanned yes it was like who planned from, it for you it was my family in general mm -hmm. you know it was like well Jeanette, you are, you, you yeah, are everybody I guess, else uh, uh underage yeah so it was like you know it's gonna happen it's just gonna be for a little bit and then we'll be back but again just imagine going to france not speaking the language just listening mm -hmm. to this foreign language where you're like oh boy w what am i doing here and then just adjusting to that. So it was obviously the the culture shock, the language, the leaving people behind, all that. It was hard, obviously, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. Mm -hmm. um, but once again, it's it's all about responding to it. Again, it took me it took me a little bit of time, and then once I got the, into the groove, I mean, I I was good. So at night, when I'm sure at night when when you were hugging your pillow was probably some of the darkest moments as it is. I think, I think, yeah, what no, would you say? No doubt. I mean, it was just hard again. It was just like, what would you, again, it goes back. <laughs> I remember, you know, those moments and it was, it goes back to planning. What, mm -hmm. what I was thinking about was like, shit, I feel, I feel horrible. Right. I mean, I'm not in my element. I'm not doing what I want to do, but at the same time, what am I going to do tomorrow? Like, let's just start, you know, thinking about Mr. Kapetsky's class geometry at 9 a.m. Did I do the homework for that? Am I prepared in case I need to speak up or in case I need to say anything? Mm. Uh, geography, uh, history, Mr. Malone, whatever mm. have you. <laughs> so it was, I remember... And that's sort of how I function wow. nowadays as well. That's impressive. I mean, I I go to bed. Uh, Yvette starts snoring as soon as she hits the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, I uh, I mean, I started to plan my day, and I remember, you know, back when I was in high school, I was like, okay, 
tough luck. I'm here. Doesn't feel good, but but what am I going to do tomorrow? Mm. Let's just kind of plan it out. And uh, believe it or not, I used to be fit back in the day. Uh, I, remember, I remember. Yeah, I used to, like, you know, get done with school, go to the gym right after, uh, and then just kind of walk back. And it was uh, it was kind of a, an ongoing basis, but that's, that's basically how it was. I remember you uh, would walk... Um, home and you would stop at the gym there right. at recreation center right yeah and you just walk home and just you're always just so focused just coming in and doing your yeah. homework and doing your thing and talking on the phone yeah <laughs> <laughs> talking on the phone with the two dollar phone cards <laughs> remember <laughs> you just wanted to squeeze those minutes yeah, out of those cards huh? absolutely man you would hang up and it was like oh it, it would eat like freaking 20 minutes every time you hung up it's like don't hang up <laughs> no kidding uh yeah no. oh, you're a boss if you bought the five dollar card i know right huh? oh you were talking business <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna talk seriously all weekend long oh yeah <laughs> it's like friday let me just get me my you know five dollar card <laughs> Yeah, sure. that's funny. Uh, what were some of those names, the banderitas, and like yeah, some of those? Banderitas. You had you had like those famous ones that people would be like, "Oh, oh I found a better one." Esta, it esta you... dura mucho y no yeah. tanto. <laughs> gives you longer sí. minutes. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word? <laughs> yeah, and then a new one would just come out, and they're like, "Oh, this is the the new the new good phone card." The new phone card, and everybody be on it until the next new phone card would. Yeah, would be, absolutely. I I remember that's. <laughs> Or like you walking in the uh, inside of the the, the court uh, at Sam um, with your Bluetooth, just a little guy just there walking, talking on the phone, looking like he was talking by himself because <laughs> oh, it was yeah, like that you, little earpiece, right? The earpiece, and you always had your like your hoodie. your hoodie, right? And so you would just like walk around, just talk, like with your head down. It's it looked like you know there's those kids. <laughs> um, they just kind of walk and just kind of do talk to themselves right. and they're kind of more like loners. Mm. You're always just kind of like looking down, walking around and uh, just talking, but you couldn't see that you were talking on the right. phone because back then you couldn't have your phone cause it'd get confiscated. Right. Nowadays it's like, Oh, it's fine. Kids. Right. Everybody's on their phones. Teachers yeah. tell kids to get on their phones. It's kind of like a uh, daycare now. Yeah. Stop crying here. Take the tablet. <laughs> Pretty much. No, but back I, then, no, you got to be so careful not yeah. for them not to take your phone. Yeah. Because then a grown up had to come get it after school, get mm -hmm. taken away. I don't think I ever got my phone taken away. I was I was very sleek. You were. You look like a ninja. <laughs> it's like don't don't mess with him. He's he's, <laughs> he's doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, man, those just can't can't believe it's been <laughs> ten years. Yeah. Man, time just flies. It does. it does. It does. So you, uh, you you go to college. So you, in and you uh, criminal justice, right? So why criminal justice? Criminology, criminal justice. I I used to watch a lot of those like border patrol shows uh, where they would confiscate like tons and tons of cocaine and you know just drugs left and right and all that. And I just really like that. And I originally. When I started college, I wanted to be a border patrol agent, mm. and I just I was just so fascinated by that for some reason. But um, I don't know. I just you know I just the, the more I I you know I I learned a subject, 
I just kind of shied away from it. it. Nothing in particular. It was just like I realized that it, it wouldn't be something that I wanted to be doing mm-hmm. 24-7. Or not mm-hmm. 24-7, but you know, on a daily basis or whatnot. Um, so I just kind of shied away from that. And then again, knowing that to go to law school, you could just do it with really any degree. Um, again, I, I thought, I, I thought I, you know, might as well just go to law school. Mm-hmm. Um, right after college, I... Might as well go. Might as well go. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why not? I, I, Plan I, B. <laughs> <laughs> I, after I graduated from, from college, I started working with, with, a, with an immigration attorney, really nice guy, Matt Halley. Um, immigration attorney, uh, I was his paralegal, uh, or legal assistant, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, but I was there for three years. He, he's a really nice lad, really nice guy. He had an office or has still, I believe an office in Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, and then another one here in Texas. So, uh, when I started, he had, uh, a couple of legal assistants but then one of them quit, and then the other one was moving to Connecticut or something. Um, so I was going to be left basically by myself, this you know, 20-year-old uh, helping out. And I'm like, okay. I got like a week of training. I had no clue what I was doing. Um, oh, wow. And it was, I was miserable for like the first you know, few months. Yeah, I, I really was. I was like, I'm just going to quit. I don't know what I'm doing. But no, he was he was always like very helpful, and I, I think he must have seen something in me. Um, and again, I aside from the fact that I wanted to quit a couple of times, just goes back to the earlier conversation. I'm like, there's no, I mean, no, I, I gotta keep pushing. So I would just show up the next day and uh, just you know try to implement whatever I had learned before. And uh, you know, three years went by. He was one of the first, if not the first person to tell me that I had what it took to be a lawyer mm. and I was like no way <laughs> like, I, I didn't believe in myself mm. I just didn't I was like no I don't think I'm good enough as many people think uh, of themselves which is something that you know I think it's just erroneous and people just need to get that out of their heads uh, especially if they're putting in the work obviously I mean you have to have something there but he was the first person to tell me that he, he thought I would do well in, in law school. Uh, wrote a really good recommendation letter for me. Uh, got into A&M. And uh, just the rest is history, I guess. Wow. So you said he, he, he said he saw something you and you. It was kind of like the first time like that that when you realized you didn't really like believe in yourself, but he inspired you to believe in yourself in a way. Yes, I would say so. Uh, because I, you know, like I said earlier, I, I've always been a quiet guy, mm-hmm. you know, just get my stuff done and, and I'm not a very loud person, but, uh, but when I, when I have a project at hand and when I focus on something, that, that that's my baby, right? Mm. And, and I, I try to get it to the finish line. And I guess he saw that in me. Um, he also knew that I had graduated summa cum laude from from you know college and, and knew that I I had 
the intelligence to get into law school and he saw i'm sure the dedication or i hope i mean otherwise he wouldn't have told me so right uh he he saw that and he was like yeah i think you can you can make it if you if you really want to if you really want to do it and again he was i think the first sort of professional person mm. individual and when i when i heard that from him i was like maybe that's true maybe he's he's onto something mm. and that really like inspired me to just kind of go to the next step so yeah. you go home and this is probably playing in your head and what's that conversation with yourself it's like in the moment as you're feeling and you're going home maybe driving and you're processing what he just told you yeah and you know you're you're in a sense you're it's almost like 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 a layer of an onion kind of peeled because right. you were able maybe to see a little bit further within yourself and see a possibility yeah. right well the conversation is and the realization is you you can do it right because once again going back to high school right mm -hmm. taking the tax test i was terrified of that mm. i took it i passed it i did very well and it, that was out of the way, right? After I did that, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm at my peak. I mean, I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> and then... I'm at my peak. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it makes sense. I think, yeah, And yeah. then you're like, geez, I mean, can I do the next thing? Uh -huh. And you're like, just afraid of it. And you're like, yeah, probably not. I mean, that's just too much. Going to college, I know that's just, just too much. Um, should probably go back to Mexico and just, you know, be in my element again. Uh, but no, you know, get go into to college. Your comfort zone. Exactly. You you go to college. You do well. Uh, you graduate top of your class, uh, and you're like, "Ooh, I'm at my peak again." And then you see the next mountain, and you're like, mm. "Oh boy, that's that that mount, mountain." You is were right at your then. peak, and yeah. then you were going to the next peak. Correct. But I would look at that other mountain, and I was like, "That mountain is twice as big as the one I just climbed. I don't think I'm going to be able to climb that mountain." Mm. So that's, it was a con constant struggle for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it still is in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm almost 30 years old at this point. So I don't have all the experience in the world, but I have a few battles under my belt already. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And again, when, when I heard from an attorney, you can do this. You have what it takes to be an attorney. Mm. That's when I felt it was real. Mm. And, and that's, that's what really like pushed me to the other side, if you would. Had anybody else ever said those words to you? Not the way he said it, not you have what it takes in mm. a very serious conversation. Okay. Not, not the way, and again, it's just one of those picture moments that mm. you can remember, right? Mm -hmm. You remember the setting, you know, what time of day it was, what season it was, all that good stuff. So, I mean, I, I had. Uh, I'd heard it before, but but when he said it, it just it just really sinked in, mm, mm -hmm. and I was like, I I think I can I can do this. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, uh, you know, props to all the paralegals and legal assistants in the world. Seriously, I a law firm or a law office just wouldn't be able to work without him, no doubt about that. Uh, but when I was a a legal assistant, I I was like I I want something more. I, I, I wouldn't say I want authority because I mean I've never been about that, but I wanted autonomy. I wanted mm -hmm. to be able to do my work, and and get my work product 
to the finish line mm. and then just be able to look over that molded just the way I wanted and then just get it to the finish line, which is a lot of what I do now. I mean, obviously I have partners that I have to respond to, no doubt about that. Uh, and you know, you're still under a lot of supervision, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you have a lot of control over what you do. And it's something that I really enjoy. It's something that I really like. And it's something that I, you know, thinking back to when I was working at, at his office, I was like, I mean, everything that I do has to be approved. Mm. And I just, I don't know. It, it, there was just something about that, that I, you know, I just it's like didn't you like. Had, you knew you had a creativity that you wanted to, to tap into and explore. Correct. And you didn't want to feel like, like it, it, it did, did it feel like maybe like, like, like you had, um, like you're outgrowing that box you were in. Like I have more than this. Like I'm ready for the next. I think that's, that's, that's exactly how I felt, um, at some point. And again, once I, once I became more comfortable with what I was doing, say, you know, a year and a half after I started when I was like, you know, I can, I can really, I can really look, and this is again, before law school, obviously, but I can look at a, at a regulation, you know, from the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services. And I can, you know, take that, break it apart, apply it to a situation that somebody has going on here, somebody who really needs this to, to work. And I can help, I can help them with this. Um, and it just, it was just a really cool feeling. Uh, mm -hmm. I was like, I can, I can do this. He's actually right. I think I can do it. So, uh, so that's, that's really when I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, really work hard the next year or so, take my LSAT, take, do whatever I need to do, uh, polish my resume, submit application, this and that, and, and it worked out. Would you say, did you have any professors <coughs> um, in school that maybe inspired you a similar way that this, that this, your, your former boss did? Um, maybe other people that you may remember that kind of helped you, that you remember just like, a particular teacher because I think statistically speaking there's one in, in, in our lifetime there's like one to three you really can think back on and this you know may even be in your schools that you uh the school years you spent in Mexico right um did you have any like particular teachers as that you saw as role models that you connected I, with? I I mentioned Mr. Kapatsky earlier in high school he was my geometry teacher <laughs> and uh he he was he was a really good teacher, but he would always also motivate me and just like push me a little and just be like, hey, you know, he, he would like, you know, congratulate me if you would for yeah. the homework or the, you know, the quality of the homework that I did because I finished, you know, problems one through 10 and I only got one X mark or something like that. Um, but I remember this one time when he was like, in, in the middle of the class and people didn't like a lot of the kids didn't bring their homework. And I was like one or two that actually did the homework. <laughs> and he was like super pissed off with these other kids. He was like, <laughs> I can't believe that y'all, I mean, y'all have been here your entire lives and you can't turn in a homework assignment. You have this kid who is from Mexico and I'm obviously paraphrasing, but he, he phrased it this way. This kid who's from Mexico, he turns in, he, he turns his homework in every single time on time and it's nearly perfect. I, I just can't believe why that is. And he was just like grilling these kids. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you. Now all the kids are going to pick on me, I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> that didn't happen. But <laughs> Teacher's pet. Right. <laughs> uh, no, but he was, he, was, uh, he was a good professor, a good teacher. Just sitting in the front of the class? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, but he was, he was good, right? It's <laughs> my start. Oh, gosh. Um, that <laughs> professor. Uh, you know, it's funny you, you mentioned him because um, one, of the pe- I, I, one of the people that I would love to have in, in the podcast here is Miss Kapetsky. I thought about her specifically, um, and we still kind of stay in touch because... Um, you know, they were also Evelyn's, uh, teachers and then Elizabeth's. Are we talking about the same Kapetskis? Yes. Really? Yes. Huh. And, and Ever and their son, they're both juniors and they've been in school together since Crow Elementary. Wow. And then junior high and now high school. And even though, uh, I think they belong in Sam Houston Mm. district, like they're both in the STEM program at Martin, mm-hmm. and then now Ms. Kapetsky is at uh, Martin, and Mr. Kapetsky he moved to another school, I believe. I can't remember where, but they both taught together at this at Sam for right. many years. Like I don't know, maybe right. seventeen years, yeah, or something. That's super interesting. Um, but 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 we still stay in touch, and even Jackson, it's their mm-hmm. son, and you know. They're always invited over for like Evers. They're pretty involved. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely so. like to say hi at some point to Mr. Kabetsky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure Ever kind of, I tell, I remind him to kind of hang out because he's such a good friend and, and, you know, with such good family that we've known now for many years. And it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah. I didn't even know you were even a student of theirs. Yeah. Yep, That's, was, I'm sure I'll, I'll mention it next time. I was in his, I think it was 10th grade geometry sure 10th yeah. or 11th grade but but yeah he was certainly that's so wild it is it yeah is. such a small world it is such a small world uh but yeah i mean him i'm blanking on this other professor's name it was high school as well Jeez, I'm, I'm i'm it'll come back to me at some point but um he was my esl professor and uh he he was he really liked you know my work product, if you would. And I just remember this one time that I was writing an essay or something and I used the word infrastructure. And he was like, oh, Mr. Escobar, infrastructure, that's such a big word for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, can, I can write now, right? No, but, uh, but he, was, he was also a good professor. Uh, but no, I mean, there's professors. How did he inspire you? Like, did you like the way he just... No, yeah, I think, he, you know... Similar, he was like, you you have the capacity to do big things. You know, just talks like that. Uh, can't remember exactly or pinpoint one, but I, I think of him and I, I think of him in a, in a good light, mm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I, it just brings back good memories. He touched just, you in yes. some sense. Right. Okay. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, so do, do you look at certain, like, because it looks like you, you pay a lot of attention um, and, and I am trying to see like how, how you think, because, because it sounds like you like pick these values. You're always looking for, um, like something where, where you can learn is what it sounds like. Right. Absolutely. And it just, 
again, I, it goes back to people you associate with. Uh, I try to cherry pick good mm-hmm. traits from mm-hmm. here, from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, nobody's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there's people who have a lot of good qualities and they just a lot of times go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I try to, to the best of my ability to pay attention to those traits and see how I can learn from those. For instance, you know, we're talking about Logan. He's a great, you know, organizer, great planner. Um, and I, I aspire to be like that uh, someday, to be as, as organized, because I, I am in a way I have to be, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, mean, I just couldn't function. But, but there's, there's a lot of room for, for uh, improvement there. And they can just, just think about people like that, and you're like, I, I want to be like that someday. Just asking questions, I guess. Yeah. So you're you're going through this whole journey. It's high school. You're learning college. Uh, you work at this law office where you're learning more, and then uh, law school. But all in between that, or at least through this it's time you were in school, you also become a homeowner. Right. <laughs> How old are you? I am 22. When you buy your when first I buy home, my first house. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think it was my second year working at that law firm or law office. Um, second year, I, you know, I, you know, I, I saw an opportunity. I've, I know real estate is typically a good investment. So I was cool. like, what's, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, um, again, thinking long run, uh, mm. you typically learn that houses appreciate and this and this and that and yada, yada. You and typically it, learn, but I don't think you typically learn. Where did you see that? Because there's still many homeowners that are, 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 are paying rent, you right. know? So like, it sounds like it's so natural to you. Cause it's like, you typically, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but, and I say this because, you know, I, I'm a real estate agent. And so I, I see even like a lot of people when, when they're fearful to buy and they've been renting like for 50 years, you know, you're only 22 and you're here new to the country and you know, you, you basically, it's kind of like, Oh, I got to buy a house. So Mm. how, 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 when did you, when did, how did you say, okay, I need to buy a house or like, what were you thinking? You're so young, you're in school, you're in love with uh, a, a, a girl that lives in another country right i think that's that's one of the one of the things that that was at the forefront of my mind oh okay since the get-go yes so Um, goal big goals but yes exactly so long term long term build wealth Mm. to the best of your ability with all your limitations just try to push forward build wealth you're gonna build a family Mm. that's a huge investment so you want your family to be well Mm. so work for it Mm -hmm. uh bust your ass i'm sorry excuse my language do whatever you need to do but get it done Mm. right Mm -hmm. get it done and again you have a goal uh just as a 22 year old even though i already had my college degree um just just like as anybody as any first home first time home buyer right it's just going through the mortgage process and all that it's Mm. just it's it's a mountain it's 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 very Mm-hmm. tough process so i i fixed to i mean i managed to go through all that get it all done and uh and then just go from there um 
And again, I just really, I always had that in mind. Just, I want my family to be well and it's going to sound sort of, you know, patriarchal, but uh, I just butchered that word. But, uh, I, I, uh, I always felt like I needed to take care of my family Mm -hmm. and I still do anyway, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but there's that. And again, just got to, you know, bust your ass when I was in, in college before I graduated, I was working at Monotronics, mm-hmm. you know, remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, where you met this guy. Uh-huh, that's where we met. <laughs> but uh, I was working full-time as a customer service rep overnight, uh, 35, 40 hours a week. I was going to college um, in the mornings and then the afternoons because I think it was my junior year when I started working there. So you don't get to, you know, have all your classes in the morning or you know, in the afternoon or evening, they're kind of broken up. So I'd go to, I'd go to work Sunday, 10 p.m., get off at 7 in the morning, drive home, go to class at 8.30 in the morning, you know, get back home around 10-ish, 11-ish, take a nap, go back to class in the afternoon, go back home, take another nap, go back to work. And do that same thing for four days until Thursday night or Friday morning when I when I got off. Um, get off on Friday, just kind of kick back, relax, and get all your shit done for the following week. For you know, for you know, get all your reading done and all that. So I did that for two years. <laughs> did that for two years, and uh, one of the you know biggest things I wanted to get done was first raise some money. Um, you know, to put down for a house payment. Uh, second of all, get my credit, you know, in good shape, you know, get my credit cards and whatnot, all good to go pay off my bills to make sure that that's, you know, something that's recurring that, that it's gonna, you know, help you down the road. It's not gonna help you in the next year or two, maybe, but it did help me a lot. I mean, by the time I got, you know, to 22, I, uh, you know, I, I was able to, you know, use, use my own credit and get all that done and become a, a homeowner at 22. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just repeat that same process all over again, all over again. And uh, you helped us get our, our second house. I did? Yeah. How did you, um, how did you learn what, where to go, where you needed to go? Because you're doing all of this on your own. You are this young. But but at the same time, um, you know, it's not like you're getting assistance from your mom or your dad because, you know, yeah. they, they don't, at this point, like, you're helping them versus, right. you know, them guiding you through here. Yeah. So how, how did you know where to reach out? How, like... Uh, I think it's... Or who helped you, maybe? I think... I don't, I think college gives you, you know, like a toolbox, right? Uh, you know, and a skill set to be able to function in society. So I think I, I put that into practice, you know, Google, go to the internet, uh, see what needs to be done. What is the mortgage process like? Mm. Take the time to read, uh, you know, on those weekends when, you know, I, I was tired and probably didn't want to do anything else. Take your time to read articles. Just inform yourself to the best of your ability. See where the resources are. Uh, 
you know, who are the, the a good mortgage broker, a good, you know, lender, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And you just talk to people and just like we did, you know, with, with you, uh, as far as getting through the real estate process for this second house, um, it's just about talking to the right people and informing yourself. And before you talk to that person, you have to have knowledge about what you're going to talk about, mm. I think. I mean, as you probably mm-hmm. know, I mean, th- this was my second rodeo, right, with mm-hmm. the house. But it had been a minute already. It had been six years since I purchased my first house. So I had to just kind of go back and, and inform myself. And by the time I got to you, I already had sort of a, a scheme in mind. What are the interest rates? Well, I mean, are they gonna going up? House prices are going down. Is this a good time to buy this and this and that? And again, you go with somebody with expertise such as yourself and you ask the more detailed questions mm-hmm. and, and you get it done. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not an island, right? So we, we have to reach out. We have to ask. find those good resources, ask questions and, and go from there. I think it's key that you mentioned to do research yourself that's you know, key. even before important. like talking to them, um, you know, I think Tony Robbins once said like he recommended to talk to like, like if you go to a doctor and it's like something crazy, he's like, don't just settle for what the first doctor tells you just because they have a white jacket. Like go to right. two or three other ones and see and inform yourself of the best option because they all might tell you different things and then right. you may be able to have a better option of deciding where you want to go. Um, and so, and so, you know, in, in by, by doing like your research beforehand and you understand the right question, uh, what to ask or what they, even what they tell you, you can understand like, Hmm, yeah, that's a good fit. Like, yeah, I, I can work with them and be like, Hmm, yeah. I don't know. I They're read just something. Me. <laughs> yeah, like I read something completely different and so I'm going to um like check it out with somebody else right. and see what else somebody else has to say cuz I understand it differently from what I read. So Yeah. And and it's less likely for you to get fooled out there yeah. or, you know, for people to really not like if you're going to pay for a service or, you know, hire a service mm-hmm. to get the best that you can. Right. And so, you know, there's always going to be good and, and better or, you know, there's always going to be worse. But you, have, you at least want to be prepared at the best of your ability yeah. for the task at hand. Absolutely. I think that's, that's just key with everything you do. I mean, <laughs> just learn as much as you can about the subject and, and then just find the right people. Just get surrounded by the right people and, and just take it from there. It's, it's just so important. And... Unfortunately, a lot of people just don't don't take the time, right, to, to do that, you know, homework, if you would, or to take that. Why do you think? I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of people just don't, maybe just don't want to spend the time. They'll rather do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the only thing I can think about. I mean, it's tedious to to do some of that stuff, right? It's just not easy. Who wants to sit in a computer and read an article and do some critical thinking about, you know, whatever the subject is. A lot of people don't want to do that. Just like to take the shortcut and just go to somebody and just ask and, you know, just just go from there. Yeah. That's yeah. a problem. A lot of people get taken advantage of for, for that very reason, I think. Yeah. So 
So, you know, you're, you're almost 30. Um, Jeez, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so like, um, thinking about like your, your early twenties, like close to <clears throat> almost like, say like 10 years ago, what, what have you learned that maybe you didn't expect? What was like, I guess you would call it maybe like a, a lesson that it was kind of hard to learn because, um, something that taught you something that you didn't know, like maybe you learned the hard way. Hmm. Because you can only plan so much, right? And then I think there's like moments that start shifting your brain of thought, you know, I'm sure you're not the same Ivan today as you were when you were, you know, even 20 um, years old. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's, it's a different Ivan today. Um, and, you know, sure, like, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, like, oh, boy, 30, that's so young, you know, and and it's fine, but it's like, I'm just, like, comparing, you know, our own lives. Yeah. Like, you know, you now versus, like, you 10 years ago. Yeah. What was a lesson learned that, 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 that really shaped you, maybe? I mean, I can't think of a, a specific, mm. you know, event. Mm-hmm. But I was just, I feel like I, I mean, for obvious reasons, I was just naive. I was just more naive. Mm. You know, I, I took um, people's words, you know, without questioning them a whole lot. Uh, you know, in my earlier 20s, late teens. Mm. But again, that, that's just natural, right? I mean, you grow, uh, you just have some experiences, you you have your ears perked up a little bit more. Um, you know, I, I just really, really can't think of any particular instance that like marked me, so to speak, or a big shift. In but my that life. was a lesson that you learned. Yeah. I mean, just, just don't be naive. Um, and again, I, I learn stuff at work almost every day. Mm. And uh, como dicen en México, o sea, con, agarras colmillo, ¿sabes? Mm -hmm. O sea, el colmillo pues ya te va creciendo, empiezas a, a cuestionar más las cosas y sabes que no tienes que creerle todo lo que dicen todas las personas. Mm -hmm. eh, mm -hmm. Por algunas razones que <laughs> ya se me vinieron algunas a la mente. But I just, you know, would like to keep that under covers. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, you just learn to be more alert. Is, mm -hmm. The le lesson is you know, just don't take people's words mm. for what they are. Just put some thought into it. And, uh, como dice, dice Anna, creo, tiene un poco de maldad. Mm. ¿Sabes? O sea, you gotta, you know, you know, Jordan Peterson talks a lot about that. Like, you have to think a little bit like, like on the evil side yeah, or exactly. like, because you have to understand it, right? So it's like, you have to dive into that mindset to be able to understand what people are capable of mm. and then like, and then know how to prepare for that because you're talking about like, you know, being naive and, you know, we, we all are always, you know, especially at that kind of age, right? right? Because you're learning, there's just so much, but, um, but yeah, like you have to take the moment to go in into that mindset so to be able to somewhat understand you know, he talks about the fact that, um, uh, you know, 
we're naive to think that 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 there's like no evil or like bad shit going on out there. Right. The only difference, or even when like people say, "Oh, Hitler, I would never be like Hitler" or something, you know, some shit like that. And and uh, but he's like, no, like a lot of people think that way today. Mm-hmm. The problem is people are not as organized mm-hmm. as Hitler was. You yeah. know. Yeah. He was he he had a different skill set. He didn't like oh he was just evil. Mm. No, like there's a lot of evil people. Mm. The difference is how well can you be organized a group of people especially. Yeah. I mean, that's hard. A massive group. Like that that was his skill. Right. I mean, and and to me like I was like that is so true. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us want to be successful but only a few put in the work. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, whatever that is to people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the key is how, how organized are you and, and how, how far, how, how much can you develop or, or make or create whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're imagining, right? Absolutely. No, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of truth to that. And, uh, again, just sort of goes back to, you know, the whole planning thing and the whole <laughs> you know, organizing, mm-hmm. uh, and how much you wanted at the end of the day. So it's, it's, it's just, it's just a lot of people don't want to, don't want to do that. Don't want to spend the time. Don't want to put in the time. And there are a lot of gifted people. And I think a lot of people's talents sometimes just go to waste because they don't put that extra effort into it. A few people pop into my mind, uh, won't say names, but it's just a lot of waste of talent that mm. could otherwise be be used very efficiently. Why? Why do you think? Like, what? 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 Think like for these people that maybe because it sounds like maybe they don't believe in themselves, and and that comes to mind because I feel like there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, I mean, you I, know, I lived I, it. Yeah. Yeah. Even me, like, I can think of people. It's like, man, like, like you're so great. Like, no, like you. Well, not like you. But no, no, me. I just no. <laughs> you know, but like people, like I can think of mine. Yeah. It's like yes, like you just keep going. You right. know, so like what? What do you like? What do you think? What do you think it's missing? Because I don't think it's just a certain people. I think it's a lot of that going on right now. The drive to like actually, yeah, wanted how, how bad you wanted. Mm. Uh, people maybe just don't want it that bad or, you know, they're just not willing to put in the work. I, mean, I, I think a lot of things revolve around that, not wanting to put in the work and the hours and the time. Um, again, it, it really comes down to that a lot of times. And, you know, you have to have a certain degree of luck as well to be in the right place at the right time for, for many things. But I think that's just a, an extra in probably – five less person you know five percent or less than that mm. but a good chunk of it is the perseverance and just wanting it enough and getting up every day and doing it all over and over again that's that's what i think a lot of people lack unfortunately yeah yeah i agree i agree i think i think also that um that we are being conditioned or maybe have been slowly about having things instantly. Yeah. And instant like, gratification. Look, yes. And so, you know, looking at tomorrow versus, 
you know, five years or 10 years or whatever it is that how you want to like live your life. Um, and, and I say that because, because like I've, I've, I think I've even experienced it. Like for me, it's been like a wide opening and it's something that I'm looking for now, even whenever I talk to people. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I when I ask questions like afar mm-hmm. for like, oh, for the future, it's like, I don't know, like most people get stuck. It's like get stuck, mm-hmm. you know, you know. And so how 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 do you how do you surround yourself around around people that you want to be like how, how what is what is your process Again, you, I think you need to have a, a selective ear, right? And a lot of it is just looking at how somebody behaves in different scenarios. Um, and if, if you have the ability to look at somebody and you're like, I, I like how this person talks. I like how this person carries his or her business. I like how mm. he behaves in front of others. I like how he behaves you know, if it's a friend, when he's not in front of others. Um, I like how he treats waiters. Mm. I like how he or she treats the elderly. I like, you know, just just different things. And I think you have to have just a, that, that sense to be like, I, I want to I surround myself with, with this kind of person or with, you know, with these, this group of people or this person or whatever have you. Yeah. So, so I think a lot of it comes to that. Uh, just be very be very you know you just observe and, and just really think about who you surround yourself with yeah so you go hard 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 um a lot for the most part i mean you are a lawyer and you're a husband um and and so and and basically what what do you what do you where do you find time off or what do you like to do in your time off uh hang with the wife for the most part um <laughs> so what have we been doing these days just watch how do you unwind we watch game of thrones lately oh like you know 10 years after it came out we barely started watching it but uh that that's basically it i mean we've been busy as you know we were talking earlier with mm-hmm. the whole i guess remodel project of the other house if you would so uh so do that uh, so you keep working on your time off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's right. You are, you, you're putting your, your other home now. Yeah. Um, on the, your, your investment, your investment. So you're fixing that up. Yeah. And again, it just goes back to instant gratification. The easier thing would have been to just sell it, you know, mm-hmm. house built up a ton of equity, you know, put some good cash in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been really nice. Uh, instant gratification. But <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, you think about the future and, you know, how DFW is booming and, you know, how it's growing, all these people coming in and, you know, how, how that asset has a lot of value to it, oh, attached yeah. to it. Yeah. So uh, you just think about those, those things. But going back to, you know, your leisure time or whatnot, I mean, we've uh, been hanging a lot with uh, Omar and Ashley lately, right? We play tennis. We got oh, this cool. A couple of tennis rackets and uh, playing tennis. Uh, we've been at Top Golf. Uh, you know, just play some golf. Uh, that's about it. Probably okay. gonna start playing indoor soccer soon. So you are. Yeah. 
Okay. okay. So it's been a minute. You and Omar, or yeah. just you? Yeah. 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 So it's it's been a minute. I don't know how my body's gonna react to it. Hopefully, I don't have a heart attack or something the first. You know, how long minutes. has it been since? Uh, Dude, it's been since I was in middle school. Oh no. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. I remember you were real good too. I was. Yeah, I was. Um, and I, I kind of miss those days. But um, indoor soccer, that's fast paced. Yeah, for sure. It's so, like so different than like outside. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really how we spend our days. I mean, our weekends just, um, you know, trying to, trying to just unwind for a bit. Again, just watch movies, whatever have you. Uh, with the pool, we used to swim, but not anymore. We don't have a heated pool, unfortunately. But, uh, but that's, that's, it. that's it. But it's a nice pool. It is a nice pool. Yeah. I'm sure it was, uh, Refreshing here in the these hot days. That we still get some hot days, so yeah, that's, that's nice. Sure. Get to use them most of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, what about you? What do you guys do over the weekends? What do we do? Uh, we also watch shows at night to like right before before we go to bed. So we eat dinner, and then we clean up, and then we set the bed. And then we watch a show that we're watching. And a lot of times we do have to go back and rewatch the show for like the same episode a few nights mm-hmm. because I fall asleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it takes us a while to get through a show, but it's usually a show. So that's your weekend. What about your Monday through Friday? How does that look like? How does your typical work week look like? Like in the, like from morning? Say Monday morning. Monday morning. What do you do? Well, for for Myra though too, the thing is on weekends, I mean, she's working. So it's, if there's showings or meetings with clients, it's, it's for her, it's not Monday through Friday. It's like, Uh, you know, Monday through Sunday, you know, (laughs) whenever the the meetings are. For me, it's like Monday through Friday, eight to five, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I wake up and sometimes it varies, especially now with Maddie. Um, like, even my sleep, even, I think it just because it, it really does vary. So sometimes I may get up at eight uh, or sometimes I'll may get up at five. Mm-hmm. Um, or even sometimes like I literally like lately, especially I don't know what's going on with me. I'll get up at three and it's like. I'm going. I'm like I get up and okay, I sit down and then I try to, uh, I try to meditate. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, it's a good habit for sure. Yeah. So I I do have there's a Strides app that I use that I try to build habits. Do you think meditation has benefited you? Oh, hundred percent. In what sense? Like I feel like I'm able to think about what I want. How do you stop your mind? Because I've tried it. Uh, but to be perfectly frank, I have a really, really hard time just kind of spacing out and just leaving everything else on the side. I, 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 how do you do it? How do you get into the mood? How do you, <laughs> yeah. how do, you do it? Because, again, I've tried it not once or twice. It's been a few times, and it's just very, very, very hard. Have you tried apps or just yourself? I have. Um, forget. I mean, there was this one on, on Netflix um, you know, tells you, oh, there's a sun and it's kind of going around and just close your eyes and feel it. And it's, it's going to touch your feet and you're going to feel the heat. And I mean, it just kind of guides you through it. And I've tried those sorts of apps, but I start to follow it. But then I, you know, 
a thought you know crosses my mind and then boom everything is out the door at that point so what what do you do so for me i uh so i get my headphones my bose headphones they're amazing okay. they're over the ear i can only wear headphones over the ear because for some reason anything that goes in my ear it's uncomfortable but nonetheless, those are really good because they're um, you can really hear the sound really well. Right. And it's like you don't hear anything else. All right. Especially when it's in your volume's like high. Right. right. Um, I use this app. Uh, I've used a few in the back and in, in the back uh, in the past. But lately, I've really liked for the past. I've already renewed a year, and I'm about to have to renew again. So like two years. Um this app called breathe i've heard of it and um so when i first went i i don't even know how how it came up to where i i downloaded it but i really like it because these meditations they there are a lot of them are breathing and it has like different types and it's like hip hypno i like the hypno hypnosis type right. meditations so you go in and then they they start telling you how to breathe and then it's like, you know, it's like this guided meditation. And so you're there and then you're breathing. And then it's like um, when I'm really going in, like that I can, I every time I picture myself, like there's a little me mm -hmm. sitting on the cliff and just dingling my, my, my legs. Mm -hmm. And so, and so it, it always talked to me. It's like, okay, finally, Myra, you're back. Now listen to me. <laughs> and it's like I'm talking to her, which is like my conscience. Mm -hmm. Or like in Pinocchio, it's like, you know, the grasshopper, which right. is the conscience of Pinocchio. Right. And it's like you, your unconscious mind, your your body wants to come out and do all these things. But then it's like the grasshopper, right? right. Like my little Myra that's like, oh, hey, you're back. Finally here, focus. Like stop being, you know just out there doing just whatever it is that the world's telling you to do. How many times do you do this a week? I try to do it all the time, every day. Do you do it every day? I do, I do, but sometimes I don't do it all the way or I don't connect as deep as I want to. What benefits do you take out of that? <sighs> um, I don't know. I feel like I need it. I feel like I need it to... Unwind. Relax. To unwind, to to like, especially like I'm going and I feel like I want to do so much, and then it's like I start feeling kind of like, like like, like frustrated, I guess. Or and it's like okay, I need to like, put myself, I need to anchor myself back to the ground and like calm down, and like reorganize. But I need to calm down first. I need to calm down my crazy monkey mind. Mm -hmm. That's just like oh, this 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 this. But that's like the toughest part for me, though, again, because I that's how I am. The, the breathing, the breathing. And, and for me, like when I'm connecting and, and I and I am like trying, but I, th I feel like I'm still stopping myself at some point because I feel like everything just starts going around in circle. And like the faster I, I can feel myself connecting, it starts going faster. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm really in, in charge when I can control the speed of how fast things are going around in my head. That's crazy. So when I start controlling the speed, when I'm like, okay, I'm going to go faster. Mm -hmm. And it's like this adrenaline that I feel in my heart. And then once I feel I can control the speed, I feel like I'm in control. But 
but the, but but most often I, I I start and then I lose it and mm-hmm. then I lose the speed. I I, I have to regain mm-hmm. control. Okay, so it's all about trying. Again, yeah. Again, until yeah. you you zone out. Basically. And so I say I try because I feel like if I sat longer and maybe try, I feel like I don't try as long as I should. Mm-hmm. And how long are those sessions? I guess. Well, if I get a really good one in, in the morning, like if I get up at three in the morning or four in the morning or five in the morning, it'll be at least 45 minutes. Okay. Um, and any other time it's like whatever driving time I have or. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. Well, th- those I don't do that deep. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I no. do like, I, I, uh, well, I either listen to a podcast or sometimes if I do feel I need the meditation, like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do like some breathing meditations. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But it's like breathing. It kind of like helps me learn how to breathe mm-hmm. because this also helps me um, when, when like, especially like when I'm training mm-hmm. um, jujitsu or, um, you know, or even like I'm trying to get better at video with myself. And so I feel like sometimes with these breathing meditations really do help me. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that this breathe app. I don't know. I feel like now. I'm emotionally attached to it because I feel like I because we're paying. I've for learned. It, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you have to pay for most of them, right? <laughs> or all of them, I guess. But um, I like it because I feel like like I started with that when I knew nothing. Oh, I start, I, I tried a few, and that's the one I liked when I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. And so um, I also learned one really cool thing. It it has um, it has like guided like 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 lessons Mm -hmm. and it's like these therapists which one of them i now follow one of them um his number his name's uh, dr joe dispensa i don't Mm. know no no okay so he 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 has a a lesson there's like six lessons and he talks he breaks down basically or he has a way of combining like mysticism or like meditation with science and the obscure i'm just kidding yeah and so (laughs) and so you know when 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 he breaks it down and breaks down like really like that down to who we are and it's like that's when i was like oh my gosh like for me was Mm -hmm. like there's so much out there that that we don't know and It's, it's just like one thing just kind of pulled up a thousand questions. Yeah, and so kind of warms. Yeah. Yeah. Unexplored territory. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I would like to, to do that. Um, certainly it's just, again, it's, it's just like everything else, right? It's all about practicing and just, you know, doing I it feel until like, you get it. I feel like people have their own ways of meditating. Like, I feel like. Like, for example, yours may be like, all right, task mode, you know, I don't know, because like, I think there's a way where like you kind of, and maybe that's your way where you kind of connect with yourself or something, because you got to have something that like pushes you some, at some point, like you're having probably a conversation within yourself mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. And that's the way you get balanced. Yeah. But I mean... How do you, I'm just having a Or like a hard my time. mom, right? Like she prays, like that, feel like that's her meditation. Yeah. I'm just, my thought of meditation is you just unwind, you yeah. sit back, 
but I guess you know you could be right. I mean, there there could be many other ways to meditate. Uh, I'm just just haven't found the one that works for me, unfortunately. But you know, maybe it's all about trying other other apps or whatever have you. What what would what what do you think meditation is? Uh, sort of disconnecting yourself from your worries, your thoughts get into deep relaxation mode. That's my thought about meditation. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's a ton more than that. Yeah. But, uh, it's just my general understanding. It's, it's hard for me to disconnect. It's mm. really hard. And I uh, think, I think especially because it's hard, I think, I think it is important or interesting if you start kind of learning to practice that because it might help actually help you in the long run um yeah but i don't know because i mean you you must have a system where where you kind of self meditate even though maybe you don't know because i know you've been through so much more that even like stuff we haven't even talked about i mean the stuff about like even the stuff we have talked about just now it's like enough reason to know there's got to be some way that you have to kind of connect with yourself to, and keep pushing forward. Yeah, I mean... Or maybe not. I don't know. I, I could be know. wrong. Maybe not. I, I hadn't really thought about it. But uh, hmm. I, you know, when I'm in relaxation mode, if you mm-hmm. would, I like to watch something on TV that I don't have to think about mm. a whole lot. Mm-hmm. The perfect example is watching an episode of Friends, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get a kick out of it. I, I just, I'm not thinking about, you know, the brief that I have to write the next morning. I don't, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just thinking about that episode at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's my way of disconnecting. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you an example, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch something else that I like and I just... That that's my hour, one hour. So would you say time. like a TV entertainment probably, is probably your yeah. go-to yeah, to yeah, kind of get out of your own head? Yeah, I I'm not much of a book reader as we talked about. Uh, I mean, I just what about podcasts? Um, yeah, I do. You do? I do. I mean, I I wouldn't say I'm an avid you know podcast listener, but I I certainly you know listen to to a few. Uh, Who do you listen to? Or what do you, I what, listen what, to what do you listen? Radio Lab. Mm. Uh, What's that about? It's basically about it's about it talks about a lot of topics, just general topics. But there are like particular series where you know they say, "I'm going to talk about the Constitution," and I'm sort of a geek, I guess. <laughs> talk about the Constitution. Talk about you know all the amendments of the Constitution, the historic background of each of those amendments, mm. how that amendment came to life what's the, again, legal and historic background to it, and uh, just bring some, you know, real life stories of how that applies nowadays. Mm. And I just find that very, very amusing, very, very interesting. Um, those kinds of things. Uh, I guess podcasts, I don't, again, I don't listen to a ton of them. Um, just watch TV, sit back, relax, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you like to learn? What what would make it easy for you to to put to apply that into your schedule? What do you mean? Like uh, meditation. What would make it easier? Yeah. 
What would make it easier? What, what, what would you have to do to make it, to apply it into your life? Have more time. You need more time. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Because again, I, I, uh, you know, get home, have dinner, uh, chat with the wife, just talk about the day in general, uh, go home, sit back, relax, and watch an episode or two, or two or two or whatever it is that I'm watching and then just go to sleep. But I feel like I'm usually worn out at that point. Mm. And just like the thought of like, you know, meditating or whatnot, it's like, in my mind, it's like an extra task, right? So uh, maybe more time would be, would be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like you don't want to prioritize that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I probably should, but. Um, Do you know yeah, anybody else that meditates? Not really. Do you meditate? No. No. You, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I no, I haven't really like asked. Do you meditate or? Yeah, fair enough. Come to a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, especially if you don't do it, it's not like, oh, hey, do you like meditate? Unless it's something you're actively trying to pursue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next week you're gonna hear me talk about meditation all day long. (laughs) Try to get that done. Well, I'm trying to learn truthfully, um, (laughs) even even more. Because from what I understand, it's like, like, like Sadhguru, I don't know if you know who he is. Okay. So he, um, he talked about it. It's like when you're really in and deep, it's like, uh, like you disconnect from your body. Basically, it's like you're nothing and you're everything at the same time. Mm. And so... Mm. Oh yeah, there, there he is," said Guru. So, what's his story again? So, uh, he is he he runs a nonprofit, uh, probably the biggest one in the world, a nonprofit where um, he's planted a lot of trees. He's he's a mystic. He's a yogi. Um. What? <laughs> <laughs> But no, you like he takes things like, like I love the way he talks because like he just takes it so down to like the root level, mm-hmm. like like we know nothing, mm-hmm. like he, like you know he talks about like we don't even understand an atom to the fullest, which that's what we're made of, right? Right, and so and it's like it's so true, it's like. We know we're 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 literally just a ball of energy, right? Like a cell is made of ninety nine point nine 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 energy mm-hmm. and point zero 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 one matter. That's crazy, right? So then you have this point zero 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 one percent matter, and it like a lot of those it makes it makes an atom. Mm-hmm. And then it make and then and then more of those makes a molecule, and then more of those makes a tissue, and then more of those makes um, an, an organ. organ, right? And then more of those, and then here you are, right? But it's all made because of energy, and you know when they look at energy, 
it doesn't apply to any it doesn't apply to any of like the laws right so like when they look at energy it's kind of like like everything's so sporadic like you it's 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 um like it's unpredictable right and and anything can be created so like you know they talk you know they talk about this Dr. Joe Dispense actually kind of breaks it down like that, and to me that is so crazy, mm-hmm. because you need energy to do things, and then pe- when people say oh I'm so tired I don't have any energy, I instantly think that we're made of energy quite literally literally <laughs> like now that's the picture that I have in my brain right so like. It's so crazy now, you know, when people like uh, think about that because my brain jump, quickly jumps to to like to thinking to seeing us as mostly energy and like um, what to do to increase energy and and it's crazy to think that the, the things that that help you create energy are the things that people don't want to do, such as like exercise. Right. Right. So like you do, it takes energy to exercise, yet it gives you energy. Mm-hmm back yeah i hadn't thought about it that way it's very true very very true ain't that crazy it is it is like that's what i think that's what's in my world (laughs) (laughs) welcome you crazy (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry uh no but it's it's true i mean gosh i need to start exercising (laughs) see you're making me feel bad now just a ball of energy without it. <laughs> uh, you want, wanting to play indoor soccer. Look at me. <laughs> hey, I sent you my gym name. And then Yvette today, she's like, what's your gym name? Uh, there you go. Yeah. The farm. What was it again? <laughs> the, the barn. The yeah. barn. The barn. <laughs> Not the name, but no. it's the structure of what it looks like. Just, just to be perfectly clear. <laughs> The chicken or the egg. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that it's exactly it. I mean, literally, that's what's been talked about. Like, like the energy and matter is like, which one happened first? I was like, yeah. It's first, the chicken or the egg. Oh, boy. So you feel like you need to, you, you used to be like so into fitness. I used to. Where, 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 where did it, where did, did. A lot, of- a lot of <laughs> <laughs> If it's over there raising your hand. <laughs> Where did uh, it all go? Yes. It's it her. She, you got married. She was got married, bad influence. You know, we go out eat out every freaking day almost. Um no, but I mean a lot of it had to do with my wrist surgery. Uh I broke I forget if I ever told you, but I broke my wrist when I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh playing soccer. Fell backwards. Funny thing, huh? Funny thing. And then I want to go back to play indoor soccer, so <laughs> but anyhow, I broke my wrist. Um, put it back together. It didn't heal correctly. I, you know, went like that for like five years or so. I used to lift a lot of weights, and then it just got to the point where I was like, "There's, there's no way I can keep doing this. It just, just got to be very painful." Mm-hmm. So, had to go back to the surgery room. They broke my wrist. Put it back in place. Put a big old metal plate, a titanium plate. I uh, just kind of put it all back together, and uh, after that, it was just like I, I, I just really didn't get back into the groove. Mm. Um, 
Not putting that as an excuse, obviously, but it just, that was like the kicker. But that was the reason. That was a reason. <laughs> was a reason. A huge reason. <laughs> it's not an excuse, though, but that's the reason. Sounds like my husband. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Yeah. No, I meant like, we would always have arguments uh, about like excuses and arguments because he would be like, it's. I would say uh, it's it's an excuse, and he's like, no, it's a reason. <laughs> there you go. Is that true, Logan? There's a fine line between excuses and reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are always reasons. Mm. <laughs> uh, so this was a reason. Yeah. It was a reason. Uh-huh. And then, I don't know, I just kind of, you know. Got busy. Life started to get busy. And again, that's another reason, right? Life gets busy. Everybody's busy. But, I mean, you just have to find time, and I just really haven't. That's um, that's one of my. I'm not gonna say like my New Year's resolution because I'm actually starting now. I have a you know stationary bike at home, and mm-hmm. every so often, not every day, but I mean at least I try to get in you know 15, 20 minutes. And, I mean, it does some good, right? It's better yeah. than nothing. So. Better than nothing. So that's that's a start, I guess. Then again, do do you focus on building habits, or how do you how do you implement things to your life, or do you just take them as they come? Uh, no, I think it, it, you have to, right? You have to have a structure. You have to have a plan. Uh, and my plan for now is to at least, I mean, you got to start small, right? At least do it three times a week, 15, 20 minutes, three times a week. Get up in the morning. Um, before I hit the shower, shower, just, you know, jump on it and just do 15, 20 minutes. And again, just do it at least three times a week and just kind of go from there. Hopefully, you know, next month it'll be, Four times a week, five times a week, and you just gotta build from there. You just can't go from zero to sixty like you know <laughs> overnight. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's just not healthy. Um, <laughs> that's another reason. <laughs> that is not healthy. It's not healthy. You could <laughs> injure yourself. <laughs> it's not healthy, man. <laughs> You gotta trust me. I'm a lawyer. Oh, it cracked me up. You know. <laughs> We're gonna have five minutes of this. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, seriously, look, uh, I'm strained. Oh lord, <laughs> you gotta trust me on that one. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. We're gonna take a commercial break for Myra. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh. No, I mean, yeah. Again, obviously, I'm, I'm just not. I, I need to build up that habit and yeah. just, just start small. <laughs> Do this for a year, and then you know, I'll make it a routine after a year. 
Oh, actually, yeah. No, seriously. It takes like 92 days to, to make a <laughs> habit, you know. I just recently learned Otherwise, that. it's unhealthy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <coughs> oh, Lord. That was... Sorry. <laughs> no, but but you do have a point about about at least starting and doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you and and even having the equipment or making it easy. Right. I mean, it's there, right? It's like yeah. A, a little bit of an incentive. <laughs> so, but you don't like working out anymore, or you never really did. I mean, I. I I did before, but I mean, now it's like, you know, I see it more of a, like an extra task that I don't necessarily enjoy, if you would. Maybe if I, you know, get used to it, I, I will, but I just really need to get back on it. Yeah. It takes time. What do you think it would get you there? Um, or what would, what would it get, get you there? What's the easiest path? It just kind of goes back to doing it. Like every... Every so often, and just get into the the groove of it, groove of things. Uh, again, I don't think you can go from zero to sixty and just mm-hmm. like do it every day and whatnot, because otherwise it's unhealthy. I'm just <laughs> no, I I it's just just have to work on it little by little. But yeah, yeah. It's just kind of where I am right now. Yeah, I, I honestly like. Um, for me, what I've learned is like to make it enjoyable. That's why I do jujitsu. Like it's, it's, it's a good workout. Like it's a great workout. Like you are pushing yourself and not just your body pushing others, (laughs) like literally everything you're pushing, you're pushing others, you're pushing your body and more importantly, you're pushing your brain because like, It's a workout, right, that you have to, you you see something and your brain processes it, right? And so now your body has to match what your brain is telling it to do, right? So I'm still white belt. I'm still learning like a shitload, right? So, and that's why, for me, that's why it's been so wide opening because it's like you see it. I was like, oh, okay. But then, you know, you lay on the mat and now it's your turn to try it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it was just so clear five seconds ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now now you missed it. You you missed it. Like, you didn't do it right now, you know? And it's like, and then you do it again and you do it again and you do it again. Mm-hmm. And, and slowly you, st- you get... But you, you actually get enjoyment out of doing it. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. It's kind of like, um, like in high school or junior high or like when playing sports. Um you know, I, I like, I wanted to do everything right. Like in school and it's like, okay, track. I even like tried out for track once. And then I was like, it's like, I think it was like seventh grade. And I was like, this is so boring. Like <laughs> I want to just come out here and just run, Yeah. you know? But for me, I mean, I'll run all day long mm-hmm. if it's like to play volleyball mm-hmm. or if it's to play basketball or if it is to play so- or any sport that involves like, some sort mm-hmm. of activity, not just running. Now, right. I do enjoy running, but now it's because I've learned to enjoy running. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I put my headphones, and that's kind of like another, like, me time. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, <clears throat> most often will I either listen to a podcast or listen to a book. Mm-hmm. And and I go in there, and, 
and, you know, just, just do, do my thing, you know, um, either it's that or like lately it's been rowing. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed rowing much better because, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a better workout all in one. Like you get the cardio in mm-hmm. and you get the, and you work like 90% of your muscles. Mm-hmm. So it's cardio and you, you know, yeah, and it's like not, not as, long. not as hard on your knees in the long run or the whatever. <clears throat> where, where do you do that? Where do you go? A uh, lifetime. Okay. Lifetime. Oh, it's so good. Let me tell you, you go and then like, we have our, our relaxed days, Logan and I, we love these days. So, and we do the trio. So at the bottom and the first floor, they have, they have a heated pool mm-hmm. and then they have a, 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 a lap pool, which is cold or colder mm-hmm. than the heated one. And then there's the, the, <clears throat> uh, the hot tubs. And then right next to that, all that, it's like across actually the heated pool, it's the sauna. Mm -hmm. And in the sauna, it's both males and females can go in there. Mm -hmm. So Logan and I will go, um, or sometimes uh, individually, and then um, we'll hit the sauna certain minutes and then hit the the lap pool for the cold Mm -hmm. feeling and then jump in in the um, hot tub and then do that. For, I don't know, whatever, however long you want, 30 minutes, nice. 40 minutes, an hour. <clears throat> nice, nice, nice. Whatever. And then, and you can, sometimes we go just specifically to do that. Mm. Or sometimes, you know, you can get a workout and then relax your body. Literally, it's like, it's like, there's just like so much information about how, how it good it is for your body to go from like hot to cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what it does to to your muscles, and it's so good, and and it it is. Does it actually so feel good as well? Feels amazing. Sweet, you should try that. <clears throat> it's like those are like our type of dates. Mm-hmm. Like they're so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. I mean, you guys should definitely try it. What else do you do for fun? <clears throat> what else do I do for fun? Okay, so let's see. In the past, we did like um, we did we did we played sports like volleyball and softball and stuff. Nowadays, this really we've been focused on the podcast, which is mm. for the most part like fun. Um, <clears throat> oh, for fun, yeah. I mean, this. Uh, what else? We walk our dogs. Um, Your twenty dogs. How many dogs? Yeah, <laughs> two dogs. Two dogs. Two dogs, like or two big babies, huh? Why does it feel like you have more dogs? Oh, it's like sometimes we go to your, we go to your mom's or something. <coughs> yeah, my mom They're has all, more yeah, dogs. Gotcha. My siblings, yeah. So we walk our dogs. Uh, for a while, we got into playing chess. But I think like between <coughs> just being productive mm. during our work day and then getting ready for the podcast and then eating dinner and then now spending time with Maddie or like, like literally it's like most of the time is recording her. Oh, look, she like lifted her arm record. Right, 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 right. (laughs) It's that, that, that age where, you know, she's just learning so much and doing so much new stuff every day. Yeah. Especially right now. Recording every minute. Yeah, yeah, she's just, like, she just, uh, she's six months, and so, like, now she's, before she kind of, like, reach for things, now right. she's, like, launching right. for, like, things, like, ah, yeah, ah. So, how do you think parenthood has changed <clears throat> y'all's relationship? No. 
I mean, it, th- there has to be some change, right? Um, Not it hasn't changed, but it has negative. enhanced it, I would say. Like, I, I would say it hasn't changed it, really. It has enhanced it because um, I've been able to see, like, I would say, like, Logan more so kind of put on a different gear. So I don't know, like, <clears throat> like he just makes things so easy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it feels like for him, like a switch went on and it's like, I, I don't like it's enhanced it because I appreciate much more than anything, like what he does every day. And, <clears throat> you know, we, we do, there's times where we like bicker about things because I feel like he's so like alpha in in like and so strong with his word and so am I. Mm-hmm. So like <clears throat> sometimes when it makes takes time to like make decisions and it's like we both go at it and then it's like okay. There's all that energy and then we come back and then we come back and then we make a uh like a you know decision or something but yeah. <clears throat> but I feel like for sure I've seen him he's always been such a good person such a good husband but he's 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 he surprised me actually and i didn't have low expectations by any means mm-hmm. <clears throat> exceeded but, your expectations yeah 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 like he just does more than like he does more than than i expect mm-hmm. or not the even than i expect movie. like that i had like it's like happened yeah it's nice. <laughs> you know what i mean so and so he makes longer. he makes he makes things really really easy. You know he makes things like this possible. Right. Uh, not just him. You know obviously my family too. But like he's a huge part. Mm. You know um, of of and in like whatever it is that that I want to do or whatever comes in my mind. Like he he goes a hundred percent. Yeah. Like all in and supportive. You know. You bet. Are you taking notes? <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, for me, um, it hasn't changed it really in a way where, um, like, because we're still doing whatever we want to do. And and most of that, it has to do with, you know, Betty, that she helps us with Maddie. Right. You know, so she she makes a lot of these things possible, but, you know, he helps plan things. And it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And we're still doing, there's not one thing we're not doing that we like, oh, we have Maddie, now right. we gave this up. Or now we changed this. Or no, mm-hmm. we still, he, he, and he makes sure we make time to do what we want to do. Nice. That yeah, we we have gone to the that. casino less, though, I will say. <laughs> may not be a bad thing. <laughs> no, that's not, not a bad thing at all. Though y'all still made it last time, right? We did, yeah. <laughs> With yeah. Maddie. With Maddie. We've only been, what, like two or three times since she was born instead of yeah. two or three times per month. Well, that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Because you're winning all the time. It's kind of, kind of hard. Yeah, I, I, I usually win and, and Myra usually loses, so it would even out. I do lose. <laughs> what do you play again? I mean, what do you, is it blackjack or just the slots or what? You know, I like blackjack, but blackjack pisses me off. <laughs> Why? Because it just like eats like I get like twenty and then here comes a dealer twenty one. <laughs> it's like I have terrible luck. Yeah, but you still like it. I still like it. Yeah, but um, and then I I, I do also like uh, roulette. Mm. Oh, that's right. I like it a lot. That's right. Yeah. 
I like to, I think that's where I kind of see if I'm lucky or not, because I'll just choose random numbers. Mm -hmm. And when I'm lucky, I hit. Like, it's just, like, it doesn't matter what I do, black yeah. or red or this or that. Like, I'll hit. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> when I know I'm, like, I, my luck is shit, it's, like, I can, I can go all red and it go all black. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, uh, I didn't know y'all like to go to the casino that much. Like, you know, like Logan said, I mean, I don't know, a couple of times a month or, or whatnot. No, that used to be more back in the day. Yeah. Like this this year, we even like the year right before Maddie, we didn't really go as often. I think we went quite a bit when we were um, at my mom's. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that, that it was pretty bad. I think uh, like our other years, like three years more, yeah, it was pretty bad, I would yeah. say. Well, I guess you, depends what you mean bad, but yeah, not, not anything. Thanks. Like, yeah, we, like we you want more uh, whiskey? Uh, no, I'm good. Thanks. You like a different one? You uh, want no, some beer? Still, still working on it. Um, no, we, we got into a casino phase. It was do like a, do a we have a Mike's heart over there? We don't have any... Um, I thought we had some beer or something. No. I'm kind of tired of water. A little stronger. He said, none for you. <laughs> Not tonight. Um, yeah, we got into this casino phase like a year ago or so. Uh, and we would go like probably two or three times a month for like three to four months straight. And we, it obviously didn't turn out very well. And we were like, no, this is, this, this has to <laughs> I mean, this is just, no. I, I got pissed off at myself. I was like, what, what am I doing? What rational person does this? Um, but then after that, I mean, it, we, we sort of stopped. We, we put a hard stop and just like, you know, we, we go sporadically, but not nearly as often as, as we did in that, that one phase. Yeah. Yeah. Those phases until you get just beat so many times you're like yeah. that's it some people don't learn though yeah some don't <laughs> <laughs> mortgage their houses <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's a true story i mean people 401ks, people do that. 401Ks <laughs> retirement savings everything um no no but yeah that's um i would say uh that's that's basically how maddie maddie has really enhanced our lives i would mm -hmm. say <clears throat> because um, it's like everything we do, it's, I would say, I think Logan and I were recently talking about it, and I think she's just kind of made life more purposeful. When you look at her now that she is, what is, is she like six, six months? months? Mm -hmm. who, who do you think she looks like more? I think she's starting to look a lot like me. Um... I think she's she has a very funny personality. Like she's really she's always smiling and like very laughing, giggly, very so. giggly. Um, but then she's she's always she's always just kind of like so alert, just looking at everything. <laughs> so it's like it's like um, I think about like a like a little tiny scientist just <laughs> wanting to test and explore everything. <laughs> um, what what are you doing now? to prepare her for the future and what's coming in this crazy world that's going on? That's a very good question, something that I think about <clears throat> all the time. And I think for now, at least right now, this second, other than just kind of watching her for the 
development signs at where she should be at and kind of like encouraging that more than anything. I feel like I'm preparing myself for me to be the better version when she really needs me, when she starts understanding. Um, And so I want to be, I want to be a, a, the parent that at least gives her a roadmap to to go out and explore the world, you right. know, and it's all going to be baby steps. So at first, it's going to be like school and stuff. But I want her, for her to develop her own way of thinking. Right. For I want to teach her how to how to think, mm-hmm. not just be how like to a make choices. Parent and just be. No, there. I don't. Right. Not That's... at all. You know, and and <clears throat> sure, you know, I would I. I would support her to on, on I would support her to do whatever it is that she seems to gravitate towards mm-hmm. when she starts kind of showing more of those signs. Mm-hmm. And so whatever that is, <clears throat> you know, we're going to support but we 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 do want her to try different activities and learn different skills cuz I think in everything different that you do, there's similar pat- patterns that you can use in life mm-hmm. all around. So you know, whether you play basketball or you play chess or you play golf or you play, right. I don't know, an instrument. You I mean, know. And you just associate with people, right? You you build up that that social network and social skills and that that just carries through life in general. And I think also that's what a lot of people are lacking these days, just emotional intelligence. And it's just yeah. very important for people to to have empathy and you know to to have that eq that 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 you know emotional intelligence mm-hmm. that a lot of people take for granted but mm-hmm. but i think it's very important i mean you, you go and you interview for a job and yeah you might be the brightest one but if you don't work well with others and you're just an a-hole i mean chances are you're not going to get that job right so i think that's important to teach you know younger generations um and it's just a lot that I that I think just mm-hmm. it's just taken for granted. But um. yeah, I I think so too. And especially like now nowadays, I have a theory. Like I feel like we still today don't understand how to control the internet. In the way that, like, it's controlling us, you know, and I find myself sometimes I'm like, I just, I'm like randomly scrolling now, right? And it's like that, 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 that monkey brain is Mm -hmm. just kind of like doing that repetitive thing that you're just kind of used to. And Mm -hmm. um, so I think, I think that, like, that, that we're, we're, we're kind of losing the skill of learning how to think and, and, and when we're seeking out on the internet on what that gives us that instant grat- mm-hmm. gratification, um, it's kind of like a drug, right? Mm-hmm. So you take it, it makes you feel good for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you miss it because yeah. you want that instant hit again. Yeah. And then it's like, and so then you start depending on that and you're no longer thinking in the future. Mm-hmm. Now you're thinking in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's not so that much that your moment. brain is thinking in the past. It's your body now has taken over your actual brain. That's the intelligence mm-hmm. because your body is now asking for these things. Right. Because that's the only thing your body knows. Yeah. It's, it's more the record of, a, of the past. 
you know, it's more of a physiological response instead of, you know, a, a well thought out response. Your mm-hmm. physiological needs take over reason at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And you have to respond to that urge. Um, and it's just a vicious cycle that never really ends. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think I think it's huge, especially with like what I see or even the fear, you know, of people like. I feel like lately, like try to pay more attention to people. Um, and it's like, it's like, it's like fear is what's driving most people versus their dreams nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're looking at what not to do or how to enclose themselves to be much more safe mm-hmm. when we're actually living in the best era, era in like the entire history of time. Yeah where we can actually, like, we have a system now, we have a community mm-hmm. where you no longer have to go outside at 5 a.m. and, like, like, like... Hunt your next meal. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, let me just go down the street to Kroger and pick right. this meat out or these eggs out, like... And let's that. bring Logan in so he can just, you know, make us a nice meal. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. And so, you know, it's like... It's like, I feel like we just, uh, um, we, we, we're losing the ability to think past the next 24 hours. If that, for right. some people, the next hour. Yeah, agreed. Or the next 10 seconds or until the next break. Right, that's true. C- couldn't agree more, than, you know, with that end. Um, again, it, it just goes back to our conversation 30, 40 minutes ago. It's, it's, it, it's the, you know, that bubble that people live in mm-hmm. and, you know, you're just looking at your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever have you. And, and all that that's being fed into your, you know, your, your feed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, and, and th- that's your world, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's where you live. You don't question things. You, you don't go the extra mile to seek, uh, you know, or at least critically think about whatever is being presented to you. Mm-hmm. And people just, you know, take the word of an influencer and then mm-hmm. that's their Bible. That's their religion. And that's, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, people are just living in that world, not seeking out, you know, w- w- or exploring their potential, so to speak. I mean, I look at you, I look at your podcast, this project, I look at, what you're doing in real estate. I look at what, you know, Logan is doing in photography. It's just crazy. I mean, it's, that's the way things should work. You shouldn't just be stuck with one thing and just like box yourself out of everything and just be like, I'm going to work this nine to five job and that's it. That's my life. Especially with all the opportunities that we have nowadays, right? Yeah. And with all the potential that you can tap into. Yeah. And that for a lot of people, it just remains untapped. And that's because... You know, people just don't want to take the time to explore it. People just want to live comfortably. They yeah. want to step out of that comfort, comfort zone. So it's, I, I think that people don't know how to think, too. Yeah. And I think a lot. I mean, And I think it's like get, one, one kind of feeds the other because they don't want to think, and then it's yeah. easier for them to do the other, and, yeah, you know. Absolutely. And I mean, just not to get too, you know, into the, the weeds or whatnot, but I think a lot of it has to do with, 
going back to the tax test. I mean, with standardized mm. tests mm. and whatnot. Mm. People, I mean, kids, you know, at young ages are just taught to, you know, bubble in a Scantron and just pass a test. And, you know, a lot of the critical thinking, it just, just goes out the door because you're just taught to pass that one test mm -hmm. and get that thing done out the door. And, you know, it just, it just, it's a snowball effect and it just, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just not going to end up well. Yeah. 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 So, you know, when, when that's the kind of stuff I think about and it's like, okay, how do I guide my daughter through through these challenges that we are seeing now, right? And and it's not to fault anybody. I mean, the internet, it's like this huge monster that hit our way that we nobody knew or knows maybe still, you know, how to control. Like, it's controlling us now. Um, and in a way... Um, like, I think it's, I think it's a matter of how, how to channel that. It's kind of like emotions, right? Like, right. like it's okay. You're going to have them. The important thing is how are you going to channel, uh, channel them? Right. So like for some people, it's like they may indulge in, I don't know, uh, drugs, alcohol, uh, food or whatever, whatever it is that people porn, you know, whatever it is that people do. And then, and then you have other people that channel it into like, no, I'm going to like, I'm, 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 I'm going to be better, right? you know? And so it's, it's how, how you channel it, I think. And I think that's the tricky part. And maybe that's what I'm curious about, you know, like how, how to channel it. Like, you know, we were talking about this earlier, um, you know, I, you know, I'm an, I'm an agent and. I think about like posting stuff online. I mean, I've, you, you know, you talk about being shy. I mean, I don't know if you'd see me as a shy person, but I would consider me somewhat shy at first when I don't know people. Right. Like I'm, you would probably not see me talk very much at all. Mm -hmm. I'm probably more so like taking things in. Mm -hmm. um, and then once, once, once I know you, probably a different story, right? Yeah. But, but, but. You know, but, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's, it's, we have the internet, everybody's crazy wanting to connect somehow. And maybe it's because people are escaping something. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, maybe this, this, at least here, I feel like I'm not just posting bullshit online, you know, mm -hmm. it's actually somewhat helpful <laughs> I mean, or even just for me, truthfully, even looking at it self selfishly, I'm going to have this forever. Mm -hmm. And even the, this moment and this experience that we're having here right now, nobody's going to take that away mm -hmm. no matter what happens. Yeah. And Maddie can learn from that. I yeah. Mean, and that, that's, that's value that you can, that you're giving not just to the community at large, but again, you're just, growing as a person and then that's you know the learning experience yeah. you know get, getting experience learning new things and these are very valuable things that you can pass on to maddie for instance and that she'll probably yeah. take and do the very same thing with you know her children if she ever has children you know things like that yeah you know i, th I think it's it's crucial you know when it when we talk about like role models like i was asking you earlier like people that helped you along the way because these people are crucial I think, um, and like for me, I would say for the most part, like 
that the people that have influenced me the most are people that I've never met. Such as? The internet, like Joe Rogan. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Um, <laughs> it's a guru. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, like when they talk, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, yeah. right? Because it's kind of like, wow, yeah. you know. But they have a point. I mean, the, 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 there's a reason why you know they're they're popular, and um, uh, you know the, the, they they speak. And again, I, granted, I I don't listen to them, but mm-hmm. I'm sure, knowing you, I can say you you listen to good content content. I would imagine. And just, I would just, think just, it's just, the best. Just, just knowing you, right? <laughs> yeah. Just knowing you as a person. Oh. Um, but uh, hmm. but again, I'm sure you look at them and you you wanna you wanna become a role model, and you're doing your dues right now with the community, sending out informational videos, you know, doing stuff that's gonna help people, and and that's I mean that's very very noble, I think, because uh, not everybody well, thinks that way. So. It's also fun. It's a, it's like like everything else is like everything else that I can think of, or even that I see, like I said, like it's like boring. Mm-hmm. It's like, at least this is fun. Right. Like, and I get to learn. Like, and, and like talking to people, it's so interesting. Like, you know, I was even talking about to Logan about this. It's like, it doesn't matter who sits on that chair. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a story. Right. <laughs> like, you can't sit here and tell me, like, you're going to sit here and tell me no hardships you've been through. Yeah. You know what doesn't I mean? <laughs> It's true. So it's like it's like that's it's just comes comes down comes down to that and and I really do enjoy so I mean it is it's kind of like playing a sport it's like the one bird kills multiple birds like the reason why I do jujitsu mm-hmm. it's like I get a workout in I sharpen my mind I sharpen my body and I get to have fun. There you go. Not only that, I'm learning a life skill. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the guys there that uh, that's uh, he's a student. He's a blue belt um, in our in our gym. Uh, this past weekend, he he went out. I don't know where he was. He was out at some bar, and like there was some happened, and he came in and said like somebody like he ju- he used his jujitsu mm-hmm. to like pin somebody down. To the cops came and arrested the guy, and wow. yeah. Ain't, you know, yeah. and it's like, did and the coach, yeah, uh, he really should call him professor. He's black belt. He's uh, he he he's like, you know, did jujitsu, like, do you think jujitsu helped you? He's like, a hundred percent. Like, he probably wouldn't even have the guts mm-hmm. to 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 take down on that. Yes, to even just say, hey, like, let me come here and right. step in and and you know. And I've heard stories that one actually just happened over the weekend, literally just mm-hmm. over the weekend, which is funny. But, uh, but it's true. You you learn a life school, and I know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. I mean, you, you have. But it's selfish too because I enjoy it. No, but I mean, <laughs> you're you know you're getting like so many benefits out of it. Yeah. I mean, and if you enjoy it, that's just like a plus, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a plus, and uh, you're just adding another you know, tool to your toolbox and, you know, just become a more well-rounded person at the end of the day. So even, even working out, you know, I think it's, um, I I think it's, it's, it's how you see it 
because you can even see it as 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 like oh I'm gonna do this hard thing that I like and I'm sure there's gonna be those those days but if you kind of change your mindset and say you know what I'm gonna go for like a 20 minute run and I'm not I, I'm not gonna go all out but I'm also not gonna like walk right I'm gonna like push myself but it's gonna be a steady pace mm-hmm. and for those 20 minutes I'm just I'm 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 gonna con- I'm gonna do something that you enjoy. Maybe 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 you'll read a book if you're into books, or maybe you'll watch a show on Netflix. Maybe you can start watching your shows instead of watching your show in bed. You can just go for light 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 like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And I think right. Lex Lex Friedman he's another podcaster that we both listen to. Uh, me not as much just because I don't have enough time a day, and I prefer like Joe Rogan and mm-hmm. other people. But but I I am. I, I I think his content is amazing, um, and and you know I think he said it in one of the podcasts specifically I think with Peter Peter uh, Jordan Peterson because um, I'll watch all Jordan Peterson's things I feel like he's like like my like I don't I don't have a dad role model anymore you know since I was fifteen so I he is like my dad mm-hmm. it's like that's kind of like how I see it that's that's so amazing right how you can think of somebody you've never met never and you, you you put him in that role model yeah as, i've as watched all his models. shit all his shit the only thing i need to do now is sign up for daily wire plus <laughs> 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 it's like he has like more content right and it's like even if i sign up for it it's like i only have so much time and there's so much good shit out there anyways right. but like i mean i would i literally thought about doing it just to support him mm-hmm because that's how much I love him. Like wow. everything he's put out there, I've watched. Wow. It's, it's incredible how you can, I mean, you can reach so many people on so he's many He's changed levels. my life. I mean, and that's thanks to, I mean, I met all these people through Joe Rogan. Literally right. through Joe Rogan, I met like all these other people except Dr. Joe Dispenza. He was through that meditation app. Mm. But. Unbelievable. And I'm sure you're going to reach out to lots of people. <laughs> No, trust me, you're laughing now, but you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, happen. but but again, this is this is also a little bit selfish because it's fun, right? right? Like, but 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 it is it is good. I mean, if I'm going to post shit, I mean, I'm going to have a, an account anyways. I'm going to mm. have Facebook. I'm going to have Instagram. What am I going to be just be there like, "Ooh, look at me being creepy just uh, <laughs> whatever, or posting shit that doesn't really help anybody, right. really?" Right. It's like, "Here, hire me so I can get another check." And I give you nothing in return. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's no, boring it's, too. No, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, you're doing good things. It's, you're, you're on the right track for sure. You know, I see it always. You know, I've been always kind of competitive, and I see it as like playing in the field. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I think somebody specifically said this sometime. It was like they felt like they were just on the bench watching, and it's like, hey, it's time for me to play. And that's when I realized I'm like. When did I'm, you I'm realize such a little, that? I mean, like, what made you uh, realize like two that? months ago? Like, I'm just, I'm such a little bitch. <laughs> but what 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 made you realize that? What was the... that? I that that I that I've been kind of hiding from my fears, or kind of like diddle daddling, or doing busy work instead of doing what I need to do. But what made you realize that? I mean, something must have it been was, a it was it was a podcast. It was a podcast, um, and um, somebody was talking about how they were kind of doing some things, but they really were just 
not all in, not until they went all in mm-hmm. and they actually started playing, not just in their head, but like actually starting putting the work in. Mm-hmm. They're like, now we're playing, now we're in the field and that. And when he described it in a, in a, in a sports scenario, like, hey, you're either on the team mm-hmm. But you're just warming the bench, or you're just there as a statistic, right? Or you're the one that's in the field making moves, mm-hmm. running the ball, actually. And I'm like, getting stuff. Done. I'm not. I feel like I'm making moves, but I'm really not. Like, I, there's. I feel like. I feel like there's still fears, maybe that I'm, that I don't want to confront, such as. Such as being here. Okay. But like you're doing su- it. Such as, yeah, exactly. I mean, look at this, right? <laughs> it's like, but like, like two months ago, I'm like, I'm like, you're such a little bitch, you know, like, yeah, you're, you're doing enough to say you're doing fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough, huh? But that's not enough. That's not enough. I, I get that feeling. I hear you. And, and, and I feel like, like, I'm serious. I'm like, I, I've been, I, I, I'm in the bench. I'm I'm fucking warming up the bench because I am making out. I'm not out there making big moves, right? Bigger moves right. that I know I can, yeah. Because I've I've thought about the possible and I've seen the possible and I and 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 I feel where I'm at and I feel how much sometimes even I I I shy away or like do enough to just kind of like okay, mm-hmm. you know. I, I hear you. Again, same feeling with me working as a paralegal, right? I felt like I was just on the sidelines, you know, not not tapping on my potential mm. and not doing what I needed to be doing. And for me, again, it was, it was that you can do this. You, you can actually do this. It, it took, unfortunately, somebody to tell me that, and I wasn't able to realize it on my own. Mm. Um, which is, again, is, I think it's a problem for a lot of people. So it just sometimes takes something to push you and say, I, I am wasting a lot of potential. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that was for you a couple of months ago. Yeah. You know, even like every day still, but I think for me, that was like big, like that was like, all right, like that kind of like pushed me along. I was like, all right, come on. Like, right. Got to do something about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And even then I was like, I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll start in January Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, I'm thinking about like all the shit that I think about every day and it's like, and I caught myself kind of, um, putting me in a safe spot at least till January, Mm -hmm. you know? And you started right after that. It's when you were like, let's put everything together. Let's get this ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah, and you yeah. know, I talked to Logan, and he's like, "All right," and he's like, "Immediately, like, mm. get get to work." Like, you know, he's kind of kind of goes into that mode, kind of like he was like, "All right, mm-hmm. time to get going," and, okay. and you know, yeah, and and even then, I was like, Logan, I said, I really need to make this happen now. Like, I don't want to think about anything because last time we thought about starting the podcast, which was like two years ago. I was like, oh, I, 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 I got myself very busy designing the room. And the mm-hmm. ones that got time, I was like, oh, you know, it's like I, I just put all this busy work designing the room and, and 
you know, and mm-hmm. once it got time, I was like, oh, you know, it's like, I got scared. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, let's just kind of put it to the side. But you took that leap. I mean, and, and it takes, it takes a lot to, to take that leap and to, like you said, confront your fears and yeah. what better way than actually jumping into the water, not just, you know, getting your, your, your feet wet, actually yeah. jumping in being like, okay, this is the moment. Let's jump on it. Let's do it. I don't care if I'm scared of it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not in my comfort zone anymore, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it takes balls to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does. So yeah. kudos to you. You know, and, and it, it took a lot. I mean, I think um, I think things also kind of happen for a reason at the time. Uh, we've like two years ago to now, a lot has happened. Like. And, and I mean in kind of like putting us in a situation where we're best in our mind and in our surroundings. Um, and that hasn't been easy, right? Like, like um, it's just like when you talk about who you surround yourself around mm-hmm. and the, you know, uh, I don't know how you see it, but like the way I see it or the way I feel it, it's the energy in the room, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like... Um, just things weren't there. Uh, We weren't there mentally. Maybe I wasn't Mm -hmm. even like there was, there was just a lot going on. And I would say right now it's not cleared, but at least we understand, um, that it is what it is right now. And, um, and we are so, so good and so focused on just building Mm. because if anything, if anything too, um, and doing things that makes us happy Mm. and I don't mean just building as in, it's like, I mean, what are you going to do? Right? Like, it's like you either live in the past or you create, you, you think about the future you want to live, and then you start working on creating that future that you want to live. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, you'll be always be stuck living in the past. Yeah. And then I feel like, you know, growing up, you, you, I would hear a lot like, oh, you know, where did time go? Where did time go? And I feel like I'm barely understanding that people don't know where time goes, and I felt like that forever. Well, not really. I've had some very good last few years, actually. But um, I was having, I had a really good years, but I, I didn't, I didn't really know where that was going. As how I understand it now, mm-hmm. to where um, it's how you see things and what life you want to live. Because if you don't start thinking about that and start making everyday choices to live to live that future life you want to live, you're always going to be living in the past. Yeah. And I think I finally like kind of realized a little bit in 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 that area. It's like it's like if you live the life you want to live, you will know where where time went a little bit more in some sense. Yeah. About getting on the driver's seat, right? Yes. Get on the driver's seat. Uh, just live 
purposely. I mean, and it's, I mean, I, I say this and I'm, I'm, especially when, you know, when life gets busy, Mm -hmm. I mean, you just kind of get into a rhythm, right? Mm -hmm. And life starts to get dull and you just, you know, don't get to enjoy. And then you get caught. It's happened to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, recently and you get caught up in this circle and you're like, the hell am I doing with my life? I mean, I'm, I'm working a lot. I am just not doing things that I necessarily should be doing, i.e. workouts, you know, things like that. And that's when it hits you. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, I really need to do something. I mean, let's, let's just do something different. Let's buy freaking tennis rackets. Let's do this. Let's do mm-hmm. that. Let's, let's live purposely. I mean, yeah, still work, do whatever you need to do, but I mean, just enjoy life mm-hmm. and, and, and again, live with a purpose mm-hmm. and, and think about what you're doing. Uh, enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say that, uh, again, being a lawyer is, is, is tough, is stressful, but I truly enjoy when I get into, I don't know, have you ever watched Soul? Mm-hmm. The, the movie, Disney movie? Mm-hmm. No, okay. Well, uh, basically it's about this guy who, you know, dies and just goes to the you know uh to the other world so to speak and there's this scene where there is basically somebody who sees people through a different lens and you know they sometimes get caught up in these really good moments where they're really doing something they truly enjoy and they get in the in the zone i mean they just zone out and Sometimes when I'm trying to figure something out at work, this sounds weird, but I'm trying to break something apart. And then I start to piece things together. I, I just get some sort of, you know, euphoria, like ecstasy. It's like, it's like I'm, I'm doing this and it's working. Mm. Oh, I found this case. Oh, this case applies here. Oh, it applies there. Oh, I can do this. I can bring this. I can, you, you know, it all starts clicking together. So I, I, I feel that as very rewarding and that's what I really like about what I do. Mm. Um, otherwise, I don't see how, you know, people could just leave, live doing the same thing over and over, something they don't enjoy. It's just, mm. you know, mm-hmm. you're just, you know, up for failure, basically. Yeah. But again, I, I think about that. I try to enjoy the things at work that I can enjoy. There are very stressful moments as well, obviously. As there is with anything. As, as you know, there is with anything. But, you know, the bottom line is just, live your life and, and live with a purpose. Just yeah. just be conscious about what you're doing so that life doesn't just, you know, fly by and all of a sudden, you know, you're 50 and you're like, what have I done in the last 20 years, right? Yeah, you know, and exactly, exactly. And the thing too is that if you really think about things, it's it's like there are so many things to be grateful for. Yeah. You know, and even, you know, it goes, it goes back to the, the simple thing is like, you don't have to have chickens in your backyard and have to feed them to be able to eat eggs in the morning, like, or or worse, you know, having to go and, and, and hunt your own or your next meal. Like we, there's a system, a very good system in the community that even, even if, even if you were to hit rock bottom, you can't fall from the ground. Right. Like there's only one way and that's up and you know, like, and nowadays, like there's just so much help. And 
I think there's definitely a lot of much better people than not that would be willing to lend out like and help out. I mean, there's people out there every day. Yeah, no, I think so. You know, and um, and I and 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 hopefully we do better at, to shine more light on all that. But yeah. you know, it's so hard because I mean, you must know this better than anything. You're a lawyer, and so you see probably a lot of bullshit out there. And it's like this this good versus evil thing going on. So like, like or like drama, you would say all these issues, all these back and forth and battles and like what's what's your take on the view on on, on life like, how, like i mean there's there's always two different sides if not more to to everything right so i anytime i i approach a problem i i try to go into it with an open mind and again do some critical thinking and know that I need to do a little bit more research and take the extra step of understanding what the context context is of whatever situation I'm dealing with. Mm. Uh, Cause I've dealt with personal situations where, um, you know, you, you people, people can just listen to one side of the story and be like, Oh, that that's the truth. Mm. But you really have to dig a little deeper and that just, that just has to be done, I think, in, in all aspects of life. Not just, not just take once one person's word and, and you know, again, like I said before, take that as your Bible, so to speak. So, how fair do you think our law system is right now? Is it going to I don't. Uh, for once, <laughs> I don't practice criminal law. Um, I don't think it's very fair. I think it's very. Um, very skewed in a lot of ways, but I would rather not talk about not that. Not go there. Yeah, yeah. 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 A can of worms, I'm sure. It is a can of worms. That's a crazy subject, too. It is. You know. Gosh. Yeah, absolutely. What What do you think would, like... <laughs> Never mind. Let's not go there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. No, sure. but, I mean, again, generally speaking... Approach problems with an open mind. Know that there's always more than one, or at least two sides of the story. Um, think critically about that. Get your facts right, and then go from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, one last question for you. It's um, I think everybody has different def- definitions of what their version of happiness is. What is your definition? Of happiness, or how do you have feel? peace of mind? Um? For me, having peace of mind is is a state of happiness. Mm. With all the craziness that's going on in the world, um, I mean, yes, I mean, you try to be as successful as you can, but all of that can fall just like that. And if you have peace of mind, and if you have a family who loves you, mm. and if you have that support system. I mean that that that's the definition of happiness for me. Yeah. Again, you can have a a nice car, you can have a nice house, but you know everything can you know excuse my language again, but shit can hit the fan mm. anytime for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and I'm just conscious of of that, mm. and that that can happen whether it be a 
tragic death in the family, God forbid, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, having having peace of mind and having your your family and and enjoying your family while you can, I think I think that's the definition of happiness mm-hmm. for me. And just, you know, I think you have to work to get to that peace of mind level um, because it just doesn't come, you know, out of the blue, right? You have to work for it. I mean, you have to be financially stable. You have to have, you know, your support system in order to have that peace of mind to fall back on. You know, you have support. Yeah. Uh, you have your family members to fall back on, on like support emotionally. Uh, you know, just just that, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 such a good answer, and, and um, I feel you there. What is your definition of happiness? My definition. <laughs> hmm? See how I turn the table? Huh? <laughs> the interviewer becomes the interviewee. Ooh, oh. ooh. Uh, I think my my definition of happiness is. I think at the end of the day, making the best choice that you can possibly make every time, and we make choices at every second, even, you know, having the choice of being here today Um, and going to bed and knowing that was, that was the best you you did this. So every day, so back when I was at Monotronics, um, I had one of, um, actually, uh, that was, you know, one of the jobs we had a, a supervisor and he once told me that to see every day as, like a shoe box, like a box of shoe of shoes, right? And mm. the goal is to fill it up with things that you like and that you love as much as possible. So at the end of your lifetime, you want to look back. And when you look back, you want to see most of those shoe boxes, one being every day of your life, mm. lived full. And so um, I think my definition of happiness is always, and I, I anchor myself to this in every tough decision I have to make or even even not tough, but even like um, any type, any sort, right, is, um, is, is following. My, and I think the only way you can feel if it's the right choice or not or, or it doesn't matter how hard it is, is by doing what, what your heart tells you to. Sometimes it's easy. But most often it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that gut feeling. That yeah. Instinct. And when you go to bed and no matter how hard it was, and if you know that in your heart that was the right thing to do, to me that is happiness. Because everything else is a consequence of that, mm-hmm. of the choices and, you make. And even if, if the decision wasn't objectively speaking the best decision, it was mm-hmm. a thought out decision right. and it was the best decision at such point in time. Exactly. And you can live with that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's, that's what I've like been like, even like saying like to my mommy when they're like, you know, when they say things, I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it wasn't the right choice. It doesn't matter if there was a better choice. It doesn't matter if you completely fucked it up, right? right? Because if you did the best thing you could do at the time with the information you had with everything at the time, that's it. Like, 
that's all you need. If you go to bed saying, oh, I should have said no, or I should have, yeah. I should have, or I shouldn't have, or I should, like, yeah, like, that just, that, that just compounds into all these other different things because now you're not in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Now your kid may come to you for, and show you something cool they did and you're going to go off on them because mm-hmm. they, you know, colored the wall, you know, whatever. And yeah. now you're not in the right mindset because in your own head, you're mad about yourself. You just take it out on people, but you don't know that. Right. In your head, that kid marked the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Versus if you are in the right mindset versus you are always satisfied with mm-hmm. the choices you make. You say kids being kids. I mean, yeah, just... you know, and, and they are when you're in the right mindset, right. Exactly. you'll see that. Yeah. You know, you'll see that they're just kids being kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, look, look at you. How creative right. you're getting. All right. Well now let's, let's learn how to clean up now. Mm-hmm. No, you know, you'll maybe get another version of yourself that, that's there and it was born based on choices you made. Right. But you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I and so, you know, and I say that because I've lived it. Like I've made I've made choices that like I've regretted and and I've gone to bed and I'm like, God man, like I'm such a piece of shit. Yeah. You know? And so it's like I don't want to be that yeah. anymore. So again, to recap, I think it goes back to critical thinking at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Think about your choices. Think about. Think about the, the facts being presented to you and and act accordingly. Uh, and if you do so, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I think I'm paraphrasing you. If you do so and if you think out your, if, if you your decision is well thought out, and even though it's not the best decision, you made the decision with the facts at hand, and that decision is going to leave you with peace of mind at the end of the day because mm-hmm. you did the very best you could mm-hmm. and you didn't just, you know, made a decision out of the blue without even thinking about mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and we know, I think we know when, when we decide, you know what, I'm just going to take the easy way because it pops in your head instantly. And in that second, you have to decide, am I going to listen to that? gut feeling or am I going to find all these reasons to bury it Mm -hmm. and find the easy way out? And you'll know, because Mm -hmm. when you go to bed, like you can lie to anybody else, but you'll know, right. You'll know if, because you, you'll remember the thought that the better thought came in and you pushed it away. And that's, that's a chemical feeling, you know, but like, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's when you start lying to yourself. And if you do that constantly, you eventually believe it. It's kind of like when you yeah. constantly tell you, well, I'm not that good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not an expert. I won't get there. But yeah. then, so you, you say it so, so many times you believe it until maybe you're hopefully fortunate at some point mm-hmm. and somebody comes and says, Hey man, like I see something in you right. and you kind of start breaking those chains. Right. Well said. Very well said. All right. um, man, it was a great time. I really it was a good this. time. Good time. I loved it. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for being my guest. And um, I learned so much from you, even though I thought I knew some from you. I learned so much from you. Likewise. All right. Thank you. Till next time. Till next time. Whoop.